<laughs> oh shit! That was, we're that, live. Was, that was that was that was your that was your first coming out. <laughs> that was my yeah exactly. That was the first time. I fucking I love that we're live. I I wonder when the story picked oh, up on that. <laughs> I hope that they got the. I hope they got like only half of the story. <laughs> they just like, hey, what's up? I'm fat. Like, <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, he'll tell me when we're live, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm so bad at it. God damn it. All right, all right. Welcome. Uh, oh wait, say I changed up the intro. Heyo and welcome to Nerdscast. This week we're talking about impressions on the Halo TV show. Fortnite's no build mode, Sony's Game Pass competitor, Breath of the Wild 2 getting delayed, and E3 being no more. I'm Brandon Couple and Nerd Shockey, and here's your host, Brian St. Rockstar Walters! Ka, ka, ka. Ka, ka. I left this part in because I like it. Ka, ka, ka. Ka, ka, ka. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Welcome to the first ever episode 20 of Nerdscast, the show born of passion and love of everything nerdy. Uh, of course, St. Rockstar, a couple of nerds. We're here and uh, let's let's get right down to the to the to the big uh, the, the big uh, big what we've been what we've been playing this this past two weeks. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and you start it off. Uh, well, uh, I just beat Horizon Forbidden West like two days ago. So that's uh, that was a big, big thing. Uh, I've I made my way back to seafood just like I promised I would. So anybody that's watching or listening, fucking eat a dick because I did it. OK, it's out of my backlog. Um, <clears throat> the best part on top of it real quick, just to show you how great of a gamer I am. Uh, <laughs> I, I went back. It's been two months, I think, since I've touched Sifu. Fucking first night back murdered the boss that I was having trouble with that last time. And I was like, just murdered her face, moved on to the next boss. And then it, that was it. That, I had to go to bed. But other than that, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been really cool going back to Sifu. Uh, and then I'm playing Tiny Tina's Wonderlands with Kyle still. So we're working our way through that. Uh, much better than Borderlands 3. So it's uh, <laughs> much better than that. That's about it. Hey, that, that's how it, that, with Sifu, I mean, that's how it happens. You just leave it and come back to it like fresh. Yeah. You know, just nothing like what was i worried about what was i exactly exactly turns out parrying parrying is a very important mechanic didn't know that you know (laughs) (laughs) who in the right mind parries these days who would have thought you know it's it's for show every elden ring player out there going yeah you fucking (laughs) (laughs) any plans to play elden ring it's there it's definitely there i like i've never been one for like the dark souls series uh I played Dark Souls 1 back on the 360, did not enjoy it, but, like, I enjoy difficult games like that. I just don't enjoy Dark Souls. So I, I have always been interested in, like, uh, what is it, uh, Neo and Sekiro. I've been real interested in those because, like, the movement's much different than Dark Souls. Uh, it, but Elden Ring, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, like... It looks like a Dark Souls game, but then it also like has more movement and like it looks like more class choices than Dark Souls. So I don't know. It's there. It's definitely like an itch, you know, but whether or not I scratch it, we'll see. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. You know, I, I really did enjoy Bloodborne, you know, the, the whole five hours, 10 hours that I put into it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the whole like five hours. I loved it. I, I really liked it. <laughs> Uh, but I, I do plan, hopefully, after after platinuming um, <clears throat> Horizon Forbidden West, maybe I'll jump into that. Hell yeah. A friend of mine that I game share with also picked up Lego Star Wars 
whatever the newest one is. So yeah, I have that to That's look forward this. to now. That is the the new new that dropped like today or something. Yeah, right? yeah. It looks really good. I saw a screenshot of uh, Mandalorian with Baby Yoda, and I was like, "This looks dope as shit." I might have to get this. Yeah, no, like the 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 launch trailer that they had looked really really dope as well. I can't. I, the Lego games has always been something that's just just very fun to play, and I'm, I'm I I always enjoy when I play them. Yeah. So I can't wait to to go back because it has been years since I had a, a Lego game. Oh yeah. You know, I, I played a lot of the Star Wars, Star Wars ones back in the day. I played. I feel like I played a lot of Lego games, and then I I dropped off right around. I don't even know. Like at some point, I, I just like stopped playing them, and then they started making Lego everything. Yeah, yeah. Like it, with Rock Band, they started Lego yes, everything. Yeah, I think that's you right know? around when I stopped. Is when everything became Lego. It was Lego Avengers, Lego Avengers Two, which I hear was yeah. better than the first. They Lego Batman, Lego Batman villains. Lego Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's like everything under the sun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I've been playing again. Horizon Forbidden West. I did finish it. That way we could talk about it today. Yeah, I believe I got like 10 less hours than you or not. Yeah. No, not even because what did you finish at 70? Uh, 70? I've got my screenshot pulled up 74 hours and 30 minutes. You had 74 hours. Yeah. Because uh, now I need to look for or look for my. I, I am blown away at how many 65 more. 65 hours. Jesus. Yeah, 10 hours. I am so I am so blown away at how many more campfires you had lit than me. Like I had 141 campfires and you had like 200 or something or over. Insane. <laughs> I, I like my fast travel points, you know. Hey, you got to do it. You got to do it. I was like, God, did damn. you upgrade uh, all your pouches? Uh, I, so I upgraded the pouches that I used. So I did like mm. the hunter one, the sharpshooter bow one. I, and then the, the bolt caster, the machine gun one. I like that one a lot. <laughs> That's I, real good. I, I did all of them. I created jobs for all of them. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to look for those jobs. And I just, hell yeah, dude. And then as, as I explored, I just, you know, went out of my way for campfires just in case hell yeah. later on, I needed somewhere near there. I had somewhere near there. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I think I mean, we'll talk about Horizon Forbidden West here in a bit, but I think we both thoroughly enjoyed that game. Oh, so We're good. both thinking about platinuming in it, so yeah. that that is, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, I've played, uh, I've played actually like it's weird. Like I've been playing more Fortnite this this past like month uh, than I have Apex. Holy shit! Which is huge. It's like it's 2022. Like yeah. what the hell is going on? <laughs> Dude, that like, no build what? mode, you know, it fucking does that it. No build mode yeah. just really changed it up, and I feel like it's a really healthy addition uh, to Fortnite. I'm very happy that it, they made that permanent. Hell yeah, it's been a blast to go back in there and play because it has a great sandbox. We've talked about it before. Yeah. It has a great sandbox, uh, great emotes, great characters, great weapons, great skins, um, great skins, uh, everything, the world, the the customization, the the everything the. the Everything they do every season to make it fun and interesting to go back to has uh, really scratched that itch wanted me to go back. But the building has always kind of stopped me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't play Fortnite every day anymore. So, I, you know, <laughs> I suck at building. But uh, there's no build mode. 100% had me back. Had me playing a couple of games. We picked up a couple of dubs and uh, it, a lot of fun. Hell yeah, dude. A lot of fun. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. I know you had gone back, so it's cool to hear that you're still enjoying it thousand percent now i'm not i'm not i don't feel as guilty you know for for uh purchasing all those skins because yeah. you know i'm not playing that game again <laughs> you're, using you know? them, you're using them you get to I'm enjoy them again yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then i played like i, I played like a, a couple hours of apex i think and that's about it 
dude you know uh, one night of apex that's so all I've done. we hopped into apex like kyle and i hopped in i think a couple of nights ago i can't remember when and uh we played for two hours and we're like all right and then we both kind of hopped off and like went and did our thing and i i went back to horizon because i was still playing that at the time but uh yeah i don't know what it is i was like maybe i burnt maybe i burnt out myself on apex and like i gotta give it a break before it comes back in because it's not gone but i have definitely not been playing it as nearly as much as i have others and i think it's in i think fortnite is just might be in like a little bit of a strange place this season just because not that fortnite's sorry not that apex is doing anything wrong yeah um excuse me uh they have uh you know they have a bunch of skins events uh a wonderful season with great uh, items to earn as well as uh, the new characters and and everything like that all the changes they've made uh, they just had a new split so everything is going like they're they're doing what they normally do mm-hmm. but maybe it's lack of innovation like you have fortnite and that literally changes the formula changes everything every couple you know uh, uh months yeah. and apex has been mostly the same they'll tweak maps they'll tweak characters uh weapons stuff like that but it's nothing as grand as what fortnite is doing right so maybe maybe that's why we feel that because we have these other games that are pulling us toward especially Could this be. past like month and a half we've had rcs we've had uh elden ring we've had um Horizon, uh, Horizon Forbidden yeah. West, Sifu, all these great games just pulling us away uh, from Apex. You know, it's similar to what's happening in Halo. I haven't played Halo in, in a minute because yeah. it's not really anything to, to to bring me back to it. Yeah. Um, it's fun to play Halo. It's fun to play Apex Legends, but nothing really bringing me back to it other than their, their events that happen, which reminds <laughs> me I need to go collect my, my heirloom, you know, for... for, for uh, The dude. Crypto. What's his name? Crypto. Thank you very much. Got you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I might play that tonight, you know, just to take a little break from uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's interesting because I, like, Kyle and I played through Borderlands 3 and we we didn't enjoy that as much. And then Tiny Tina dropped, like, a couple days after we beat that. And it is insane how much better Tiny Tina's is than 3 uh and we were we were talking about it because we were like man i i wonder what it is because ultimately it's the same game just like with a different it's a different story and a plot line uh but like the mechanics are largely the same it's just in a fantasy world instead of uh like guns and shooting people in the face you've got machine gun crossbows that are shooting them in the face and uh i was like i wonder if because we had such a hard time with borderlands 3 because we started on xbox one uh and so we didn't have the new consoles and we were having horrible load times and stuff like we'd go into the menus and it was super like chunky and clunk and you're just like i don't know if this is what i want and then we uh we had made the swap to pc and we enjoyed it so much more on the pc because it just ran at 60 frames a second you're like oh my god this is so much smoother like there's no crazy load time but we played that intro portion i think like four times and uh, I think we made it about halfway through the game four times before we finally beat it. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I wonder if we had this first experience with Borderlands 3 on the PC, if we'd have the same thoughts as we do with Tiny Tina's for Wonderlands, uh, like if it was just the smoothness of it and not having to revisit it four times for it to stick. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, there's a lot of good fucking games out right now. It's it is a good time. It is a good time. 
I feel like I feel like um, at least like I've thought this. I can't say we've said this every year because this is our first like technically year going through <laughs> this, right? <laughs> but I've, I've at least thought this every year. Like, damn, we have some great games yeah. coming out. Yeah, and I feel like every year it gets truer and truer. Yeah, it's it's interesting because when um, we were kids, it was so much like the big game dropped, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna play the shit out of this game for the next year, and now it's like. Oh, I'm gonna play the shit out of this game for the next month, and then we'll see what next month brings. Because every month you got new month. games coming out. Yeah, like a week, two weeks. That's, it. <laughs> that's true, especially <laughs> in fucking March. March was insane. It was just yeah, left no, and right. A thousand percent. You know, I can't. I can't wait for for end of the year. I feel like, especially as of late, you know, we, we've been getting these two in the past couple years. We've been getting these two um, two seasons. Yes. We have the, the March content drop, and then we have like the November content drop. Hundred percent. You know. And and uh, I mean, of course, the, the November everybody's gearing up for Christmas and and uh, what's that called Black Friday and all yeah, that yeah, good yeah. stuff. Uh, but I feel like this first half of the year, these first couple of months, have to do with like the the quarterly um, what they need to put out for for you know sales numbers and stuff like that. 100%. So they try to get some big games in there to you know boost uh, their their numbers as well. So so I, I feel like I've been seeing that especially truer you know these past five years than than to recent memory in the past 10 12 15 years i would absolutely agree i remember i remember when dying light one came out and i think it came out in like it was the first quarter i think of the year so it's january february march something like that and i remember yeah and i remember people being like oh my god like this is usually a dry part of the year and this okay game has turned out to be really good because we usually don't get anything but yeah now it's like no, you've straight up got two parts of the year. You've got the first part and you've got the last part. Like you're just getting games out the ass and it's so great. I think the same is true for for what was it? Breath of the Wild when it released with with, oh. the, with the Nintendo Switch. That was yeah. around March. Um, I think uh, Monster Hunter World as well was around March. Was whenever, it? Whatever year that came out. Holy shit. I'm pretty sure. Uh. So, yeah. So, so it's been incredible to see. Uh, yeah, horrible in anyway. our wallets, but it's still yeah. incredible to see, uh, you know, how this is uh, transitioning into. What uh, hmm. what are you most interesting most? What is your most interesting? Um, no, what's what, <laughs> what games? I'm going to just read it off you got the paper. This, you got this. What games are you most excited for? <laughs> I, I think I'm sticking with Starfield. I think Starfield is still the game that I'm number one hyped for. Uh, I Breath of the Wild 2 got pushed, which I we kind of talked about. And I think we ended up seeing. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is still would still be my number one, I think, but I don't think it's going to come out this year. I my heart of hearts tells me it's going to get pushed or delayed or whatever. Uh, and then yeah, so I think I think Starfield is my number one. As big of an RPG and Skyrim fan as I am, I think uh, that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. The one that I'm also the most nervous about because it could be terrible or it could be incredible, and I don't know if there's going to be an in between. So. I'm a I'm I'm very hesitantly super excited. <laughs> do you think Starfield comes out this year? I do. I think I stick. <laughs> I do. I do. I think so. I think uh, like Bethesda has been doing little drops of like little teasing stuff. I think they're ramping up to their big push. Uh, what's the what's the release date? I think it's 11 11. Because Todd Howard that loves that date. Yeah, loves that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Yeah. Because if, if he doesn't, he has to wait till next year. Because he's gonna hit that eleven eleven date, and like he's gonna fucking do it. And they've been they've been doing slow content drops. Like I've noticed, like w- probably twice a month right now, we're getting like we got a five minute trailer of them like talking about making Starfield. 
And then we got like a, a companion picture today of like, hey, check out your new robot companion from Starfield. And you're like, oh, like you're getting introduced to the infactions and like, yeah, I think their content release plan has started. Uh, and I think once that's started, it's out of the bag. You got to go, you know, at least I hope so. That's, that's my that's my cross my fingers. <laughs> Having no experience in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> I like for, for me, I was going to say, like, I'm not surprised if, if Starfield gets delayed, you know, at least by like a month or something like that. But since it is. 1111 and since i we we all know todd howard loves 1111 um uh, i think it'll hit it and i just really hope that it's ready by then yeah if not i mean it is it's a difficult decision to to delay a game but i'd much rather them delay it miss the date than just really it suck yeah no i'm I'm 100 with you especially after cyberpunk and everything that went down with that i i hope that as terrible as cyberpunk situation was i hope that that was a eye-opener for a lot of video games companies uh like obviously you still got games that come out and aren't not finished and unreleased or whatever uh but i i think i don't think anything's going to come out like cyberpunk did where they over promise and under deliver in such a massive way so i'm really crossing my fingers but i honestly yeah i, I have no idea well, because the, the first one that comes to mind for for over promise under deliver is is uh, no 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 sky no man no man sky yeah yeah right? yeah that one was oh. that one was bad <laughs> that was bad <laughs> that one was bad yeah which is crazy because uh, now you see where it's at and, and it's like yeah, and, oh it's a favorite game yeah thousand percent it's cray cray uh it has definitely turned the the 180 and uh and turned itself around you know hokey pokey and all <laughs> it's amazing what that game has done it, they continue to provide uh updates uh massive updates too so so really you know props to, to no man's sky team uh cyberpunk i mean it, it keeps getting updates <laughs> as well uh you props to them it's hard to launch a game right yeah. it's hard to launch a game i don't want to talk any shit but yeah. you know they're still in, in a difficult position it's still 100%. recent and it hasn't had that 180 that no man's sky has had absolutely uh, sure things are a little better but it's still no no man's sky and and it's, it's left us a sour taste yeah it really has and especially like when anyone talks about it now it's just like oh yeah cyberpunk like everyone knows cyberpunk and it's it would be so disheartening to be like one of the programmers or one of the people on the ground floor, like, ugh, I can't even fucking imagine like putting all your heart and soul into a game and then having that happen like that. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. But I hope, I hope yeah. the industry learned a lesson with that one. So we'll see. I'm sure it'll still happen, but maybe uh, not as large of a scale or something. I a hundred percent agree with you right there. Hopefully. Hell yeah. Uh, I think my, my game I'm most excited for is Redfall. Since I've seen it announced and stuff like that, it looks like an amazing game. Uh, still, like, kind of like eh, about it just because it is, uh, it came out that it was a live service game, and it's like, I don't need another one of those. We've yeah. already been burned by Outriders and Anthem. Uh, but it looks cool. The premise looks cool. It's kind of vampire-y theme with cool, like, weapons and stuff like that. Uh, we only saw like a small snippet of it, but I, I, I'm still that's the one I'm I'm, I'm hoping for, uh, which I think I think it was announced for this year. Yeah, but I think I, it was later I, this I, year. Yeah, it's getting delayed. <laughs> yeah, getting delayed. Yeah, I don't think it has a. Oh, it says re- summer of 2022. It's definitely getting delayed. Oh, delayed. <laughs> 
There's no way. No. Like, There's no way. Delayed. <laughs> delayed. Wow. All righty then. So, do you want to start off with Horizon or Halo? We have two H's, two big H's on the plate. I don't know. Uh, you go. You choose. You, you're the host. You got it. Let's talk Halo. Ah, let's go. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's do this shit. Um, so for 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 those uh, listening and watching at home, on the Couple of Nerds Discord, every Thursday when it comes out, uh, we have been doing a watch along. If you don't mind people talking, <laughs> <laughs> laughing, making jokes about arms that are very muscular, masturbating. <laughs> Uh, we recommend you come join us oh, have some shit. fun have some laughs turn on the subtitles <laughs> it really cuts down on the issue you're good after that <laughs> and uh oh, yeah shit. bring a friend you know that, that's what i say we, we've been having a, we've been having a lot of fun we've it's been so having much a lot fun, of fun with those i want to do this more uh, just like with everybody like it's so fucking fun yeah no a thousand percent so so yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. It was announced, I feel like nine, ten years ago, right? Yeah, uh, backstory. And uh, Michael Bay, I think, was once tied to it. I don't think he's anymore. <laughs> but three four three got with, I guess, Paramount and bought the rights to it, and uh, it finally came out. The TV show finally came out, and I think overall it's received meh. You know, like I'd it's, say that's it's, accurate. It's yeah. His footing. It's fine. It's funny. It's not complete trash, horrible. Yeah. And some people are calling it a complete trash and horrible, but they have their disillusion and can't 100%. separate, you know, one from another. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, which I'm, I, I, I'm having a hard time separating two, <laughs> but ultimately I think it, we've, we've decided uh, that it is, it is interesting, yeah. interesting concept, interesting timeline. We're excited to see where it's taken. And it's just overall exciting to see all of it be live action. It's cool. It honestly is, especially to see like they they like you were saying it. They've done such a good job of the show where it's not it's not as good as it could be, but it's not as bad as it could be either. It is probably I I I I've been toying with this one, but I I think this might be my favorite video game adaptation yet of anything. Like because like <laughs> there's been a lot of movie video game adaptations. I've not seen Uncharted. I'll throw that out there too. Uh I think this might be the most successful one so far because like ha they haven't been great so far. What, uh, what, other than Uncharted, what else has there been? I'm thinking, I think the Ezio franchise, what is it called? Oh Assassin's, God, Creed, Assassin's Creed, that was trash. That Prince was, of Persia had one. Yeah, that was also not great. Uh, World of Warcraft had one that wasn't super great. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Uncharted probably is the most like box office successful because like it actually came got, out in a box I got, office. I gotta, I gotta give it a Sonic though. You, oh, that's I that's a good a point. That's I a good point. Yeah, it's I take that back. So I, I haven't seen them. Also had a really good one. I haven't seen the Sonic movies, but like just hearing what people say about them, yeah, I gotta give it to you. Just I think from it's what I heard. Plus. Oh, is it really? Check it out. I think it's on Paramount Plus. <laughs> the first one was 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 really good. Like, I haven't seen it yet. Because you know, I think we all went to Sonic with low expectations. Yeah, and it kind of blew it. It was actually like it, it wasn't taking itself too seriously. That's they, good. I, thank God they changed Sonic. I know. The, oh the, my God. The original. God they changed the, oh, the design. Dude, it was bad. Oh, the first one was trash. The second one was a lot better. So much better. Um. <laughs> 
trying to think what else there was. I know there's been a bunch of Resident Evil stuff. Uh, Arcane, you know, Arcane is really good. Yeah. Uh, did I say Detective Pikachu? No, Detective uh, Pikachu was good though. I like that. It was really good. Uh... I'd say it's up there. Honestly, I like I. I think I would put it up there in like because I've seen Detective Pikachu. I haven't seen Sonic. Uh, I would probably put it up with like Detective Pikachu, maybe like a tier down, like one tier below Detective Pikachu, because Detective Pikachu was really good. Uh, I think Detective Pikachu, the ones we've uh, uh, talked about. Yeah. Detective Pikachu. Um, oh, I'm blanking on the other one. Was it Sonic, Arcane, and then maybe Halo? Okay. Okay. What's Arcane? I don't know if I know that one. Arcane, the League of Legends one. Oh, I never saw that. No, it's it's really good. I recommend it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big uh, League of Legends fan. I yeah. don't know a lot, a lot of the lore or anything, right? But I, I mean, I kept up with it pretty well. Okay. It was fun to see the the story and and uh, everything progress. I mean, Jinx, you know. Do I need to be? Do I need to play League of Legends at all to know the story? Okay, so it's nah. full standalone. Sick. It's in, independent. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay, okay, okay. Well, then I gotta check this out. And that has a really compelling story. Um, so yeah. Okay. I would definitely recommend that. You know, that's on Netflix. I think. I'm checking that out. Then that's uh, that's added to the list. Thousand percent. Uh, but yeah, Halo is is up there. I don't think it's my favorite just because it's been ass eh so far. Yeah. It hasn't really given us that reason to 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 to. If it weren't if it weren't Halo, I don't know if I'd stick around for it. If it didn't have like the Halo that Halo name, I don't know if I'd stick around and watch it. Sure, you know because it has the name, so it has a repertoire of hey, this is going to be Halo. This is going to be you know up to par. Yeah, it hasn't reached that par yet. Two two episodes in first season, things will always be rough. I yeah. understand that. Hopefully, it finds its footing. And second, third season, who knows? Maybe we'll get a bigger budget and things will look better. I am. I am very excited to see what they do with season two because it i feel like this is one of those shows that finds it like if it's going to find its footing it's going to be in season two and like that's going to be when they go oh we want to fix all these things and then if it comes out and it's doo-doo then we know where it's going and then if it comes out and it's amazing then it could potentially be a really fucking cool show uh so yeah i'm super excited to see what season two is and we're only we're only two episodes in so like I guess saying that I'm super excited for season two is probably a little preemptive, but I think we kind of know what we're going to be getting from season one so far. So like maybe not story wise or anything, but like feel wise. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, 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 ex I'm still excited to watch it. Like I love our Thursdays. I love hanging out, watching the show and discord, but uh, yeah, definitely some, some things uh, that we want to talk about. Thousand percent. Uh, let, let's, let's, uh, cause I, I've, at least for the first episode, I, I broke it down in, uh, on that Thursday. Yeah. You know, we, we, and, and minor spoilers, you know, and this is more for like just smaller details. Right. But, uh, and, and I'll go over the big one, the big ones. Uh, you said it perfectly is the sci-fi sci channel kind of vibes. hundred percent. You know, the budget is, is, uh, is, a, is, a, is aligned to that feel. Yeah. You know, we even we've been though it's 10 it million to Star Wars Mandal exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Comparing it to Star Wars Mandalorian and stuff like that, where the visuals for that is like, oh wow. Insane. You know, 
the visuals for this are good, but like, there's a couple that are like iffy. Yeah, a couple scenes that's like, yeah, it, it's still cool to see, but I God, just pulled up, I, and I love, I love Twitter too. <laughs> Honestly, the Twitter, Twitter delivers oh, yeah. on so many, so many fronts. I just googled how much uh, each episode of The Mandalorian costs, and it's fifteen million. Uh, it's only five million more. So it's only five million more, and it feels so much better produced than Halo. Hey. Pay your animators, am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay your CGI special effects people, <laughs> goddammit. Well, I it's guess fucking worth it. <laughs> Mandalorian has that big screen, don't they? Uh, have you seen that? No. Okay, so they That's my memory at least. Apparently, it's a big green screen. No, it's it's a like a like an actual like LED wall. Like they have like a whole fucking wall. Well, so like the backdrops behind the characters uh, are usually they're not CGI. They're straight up like LED lit. So that you get like natural lighting and all this other shit, but that's like that's Disney money. That's that's Disney money. So <laughs> maybe that's the difference. But I mean, it's still at fifteen million per episode. You're five million dollars more. Like I guess maybe saying five million dollars isn't a lot of money more, but like I guess it is still five million dollars. But I don't know. It well, just <laughs> it is it, percent, very know. different. Very different levels of quality. I should say. But yeah, and it is it is evident. Yeah, um, there were some weird choices, and and I understand that it's like callbacks to the games and stuff like that in that first episode. Uh, it, it it was fun to hear the unique sounds. We yeah. had a little bit of a, a first person view, which was very strange. Horrible. And I'm glad they didn't <laughs> keep up with it. I'm yes. glad they didn't keep up with it. Yes. Um, but uh you know there's a run and gag where he just doesn't like to put his helmet on you know so i'm scared that the next time he puts it on we're gonna get that again you know so so so, oh, shit, dude. so the, the first the first episode definitely had like a seven vibe second episode to give like a six vibe five yeah. vibe yeah um but that's where we're at right now of course any new show you have to lay the groundwork so that's what it's doing yeah you know but uh but yeah it is absolutely laying the groundwork. It, uh, I, so I wrote down, there's moments of good. Uh, I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. And I think I wrote this the day after we watched it. Um, talked about it being a sci-fi channel show. Uh, seeing the face is so weird. And then the, I noted that the CGI on the Covenant looked good, but then the CGI on humans looked bad. Uh, like when they forced, like specifically the scene when Again, mild spoilers, but Chief goes to jump on top of a bus as he's making his way to the big machine gun. And it looked like I was watching like a 1990 CGI part where you're just like, oof, that looked rough. Like, you can definitely tell that was CGI'd. So, so did you, did you rewatch it in a better quality? I did not. That's the only, that's oh, a okay. caveat is that we did see this episode, everybody in like 480p. Okay. I, we watched it on opening night for, for Paramount plus, And it was not great. The resolution was so bad. It was horrible. It was, it was so horrible. bad. There were points where we were like, like, was it halfway through where we were both like, okay, is this just me or is it really bad quality? Like this is God awful. It was it was it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Episode two was in full it resolution really and it looks so great, but man. A lot better. Yeah. Oh, man. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh interesting choices for sure. I, I had a hard time separating I have a hard time, I should say, separating the chief that we know and the silver timeline chief. Uh because I treat I think my brain treats chief as a known quantity. 
And so like, I'm like, oh yeah, chief should be this. Or like, he is this. And then when I see something that's not that I, my brain has a hard time being like, ah, okay, this is a different chief, a different timeline. I don't know this person. Um, but it's still, it's still rough. I, I think, I, I think we, we, we had mentioned it in episode two. Um, but I think this show would have been so much more interesting had it been anyone other than chief. Like if we had been following a random Spartan team, if we had been following ODSTs of Marines, even in the, the trenches of the war, like I think anything other than chief, it would have been interesting or more interesting. Uh, not to say that chief can't get there with this show, but yeah, right now it feels very, it's just, it feels like at odds with itself almost where you're like, you get there and then it, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's hard to put into words, but not a hundred percent in it yet. And, and I, I agree. I agree. It, it's, it's rough. You know, it's, we all knew that the helmet was coming off. Yeah. But uh, again, that happened during the first episode, like halfway through it. And then yeah. he like, doesn't it, like it's itchy or something. Bro. Yeah. Like it's got fleas. He does not want to put that sucker back on. You know, he's getting attacked and does not want to put that sucker Literally back on. Literally never like, puts it on. Take a headshot and goddamn put the helmet on again. I can't breathe in there. It's so hot. Oh my god. And but like, uh, but yeah, that that, that reveal uh, seemed like it wasn't very well earned. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like it, it, it was rough. Like. Like the story beat wise as to why he takes it off is like, I understand it. I don't agree with it. It yeah. doesn't feel very earned. Yeah. I, I wish they would have done that just a tad bit differently. I a thousand percent agree. And uh, like they, there is the, the quote from the director. I think it was that was like, you can't tell a story or connect with a character when they have a helmet on. And I, I just so strongly disagree with that. Cause like Mandalorian does the exact same thing. And like, sure. He has a creed to live by or whatever, but like, couldn't you just make a thing with like, Hey, like I need a fucking a whole battalion to take my goddamn suit off. Like, I don't know, like any other reason than uh, you don't even need a reason. Just keep the helmet on him. He's a badass. Like the other Spartans we haven't really seen. I don't know. It's just, yeah there's... i'm just remembering episode two you know he takes off his armor too. yeah and instantly <laughs> that whole conversation instantly, exactly yeah. that whole conversation like Ugh. what dude like you just established an episode ago like they're, they're in the <laughs> they're goddamn in machine the yeah. putting all of their armor yeah and the guy's just like yeah, yeah, yeah cool one scene to the next yeah take it off you know i didn't want to get dirt in your home yeah. you know it's... exactly you gotta take your shoes off you gotta take your armor off you know uh, yeah, it's it's it is it is oh, an interesting God. show, and I am excited to see where they go with it. I am hoping for the day that I I watch the episode and go, that was good. I understand where Chief is going. I understand what's happening. Like I can follow this, but for right now, it feels like a I don't know. It feels like a sci-fi show. Rather, I don't know. I don't know. It's just so interesting. Um. And every episode two, I made a note that I, I said the least interesting part of the show is Chief, which I think is the problem with Chief being the main character. I don't think he's interesting enough. And we're only two episodes in. I'm sure he'll get more interesting. But as it is, he's just he is not. I don't think the actor or maybe Chief isn't written as well or something. Uh, but there's something about Chief that is just not interesting. And I don't know. So let's let's think about it this way. And there's two things I want to bring up. First of all, I want to ask you, 
is Chief a badass from what you've seen in this show? Think about it. Don't answer me. We'll come back to it right now. But second of all, you know, that that hard distinction into what this character is and and is to us, means to us, what we've seen these past 20 years Mm -hmm. in the games. We've talked about how we're having that trouble dissipating it from what we're having this different timeline. Which is strange because in comics, you know, you traditionally do have multi-universal, you know, characters and these different variations. And you have Spider-Man, Miles Morales, a whole, you know, Spider-Man, like, giant comic that was like multiple universes, multiple different, like, you know, so so there's that obvious, like, yes, okay, there is different Spider-Man. They're not the same one. You know, same kind of rough story. You know, he's bit, he or she is bit, and then, you know, they lose somebody, and then, you know. Yeah. Because even with Spider-Gwen, he doesn't lose Ben, but he loses Peter Parker, yeah. you know. Yeah, So, So there, there's all that, you know, kind of same structure, but, uh, you know, the details are different. So I feel like this is what they did with this show, but maybe because it's a different medium or because it's just been 20 years and it's all been the same that it's been a very different, very hard to make that separation. So I, I, I'm not sure. I just wanted to make that a, a allude to to the comics industry and how it, it, it's just a different medium. Yeah, there. you know, you, you raise it. That you, expectation is different. You raise an excellent point because, like, it is interesting how. I guess I don't. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think it. I think maybe what it is is that uh, to your badass question, I think Chief is supposed to be a badass in the universe, but I don't feel like he's a badass. Okay, so let me cut you right there. I, I, I agree. In the first episode, it's cool what he does. Yeah. But I feel like it, it, as well, like the the team that had the vision for this mm, like we had different expectations at least at least with the crowd because sure. I, I feel like we've been spoiled by disney yeah like because we keep we keep comparing it to you know uh, it's a guy in armor yeah who's supposed to be a badass mandalorian right 100%, yeah. it's the other the other uh comparison if you think of that first episode where we see mandalorian uh you know minor spoilers for for mandalorian a two three year old you know thing yeah um <laughs> <laughs> you know like we get by the end of that first episode that he is a badass. Yeah. You know, it, it's proven to us uh, uh, multiple times that he is a badass. You know, he knows what he's doing. He's like a ruthless bounty hunter and yeah. we're made to, to, to care for him. And at least that aspect Hundred percent. now at, uh, in, in, uh, in halo with master chief. Sure. We have that beginning like entanglement that they have and all that. But like, other than that, you don't really see, him again be like a badass sir you see him be tactical as he's struggling on the ship right and then the deus ex machina to get out of there at the end of the episode and then uh you know in, in the second episode you don't you see you have that one kind of confrontation where he kind of moves exactly so uh. we haven't really like had that experience where we're supposed to link with him and know that he's a badass yeah it, it, it's one of my qualms with all of this I, that's it you make you make excellent points yeah no i uh and I think what's interesting, too, is even during that opening skirmish where he's supposed to be a badass, the entire time I was like, man, I kind of expected more, I guess. Like, because he's supposed to be this super feared person and this like, like to the point where they're like demon and everything from the covenant. And then like, it kind of feels like he gets pinned down and then he's like, 
oh, I got to figure out a way around this. And then you have the lady running across the top of the wall with no cover. And then she gets shot at and she's surprised. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, what are y'all are supposed to be the, like, the super people? Like, I don't understand what's happening. It felt and, like Power and, Rangers. And, and, <laughs> I hate that you have all these accurate, like, it's straight like, up felt like Power like, Rangers. You know, comparisons. Damn, like the sci fi channel was perfect. Power Rangers perfect. Oh my God. Oh, you know? shit. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is just, and it, and every time it feels like it tries to be cool, it is like, it's just not like the, the, the forklift one in episode two is such a good, it's, it's so cheesy. Uh, and like, how, and what, uh, the entire thing about it. Let me, let me have a, some spoilers for episode two. Fucking a forklift pulls up in front of Chief to block his path, carrying what looked to be boxes of stuff. And that's heavy it. boxes. We can only assume heavy yeah. boxes. And then there is like a wide path over that he could just like sidestep it. Like he could just walk around the fucking thing, but then he grabs it and then scoots the whole thing. And it, it makes everybody go, Oh, Oh my God. And then they put their, they're like freaking out and they don't want to fight him anymore. Literally. They all had their guns trained on him immediately. Or as soon as he got out of the ship. But now that you've seen him scoot a forklift, you're yeah. like, nah, nah, fam, we're good. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> Because I mean, you do bring this, this this good point as well. Like, they are supposed to be these badasses, yeah. these trained, like, commandos who just, like, you know, get the job done. Right, right. You know? Like, so, so Exactly. And so you can kind of see that in that second episode where everybody's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> we've heard the stories. Yeah. And now you're here present. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of understand that. But uh, again, you know, with that first episode, there there is, like, you know, <laughs> they're running on top of the rooftop and he's like, uh... <laughs> I get it. They make mistakes, yeah, you know, but that's yeah, yeah. why they're there they're to cover each other's ass, you know. But like, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. I so for the rest of the notes I had for episode two, I said it's more than just the helmet. I just don't think it's his writing or acting or something. It's just is up to par to the main line of the show. Like in episode two, I think the the least interesting person is a hundred percent chief, in my opinion. And then the more interesting characters are everyone else around him. Halsey, the guy I, I that he meets, the, the world that he's in, that little like city, the girl, like everything else is more interesting than Chief. And it's hard to have that happen. Um, I thought the elite language is really cool. They, I don't know how they did that, but that was, that was pretty neat as like a sci-fi nerd. Uh, we got a little bit of nudity, so I was very happy about that. Uh, <laughs> there's a tiny bit of nudity but we got it um, they're do I thought they were doing a pretty good job with world building so like introducing this like asteroid colony and stuff for episode 2 that was really cool uh, that intro pelican scene in space was really fucking cool uh, the highlight of the, of that, the freaking honestly, you know for sure honestly uh, and I, I made a note of I had talked with my buddy at work who was super hyped for the show and it, it made me second guess my opinions but it doesn't change that it still feels like a sci-fi show to me uh, and I would love to see more from Chief, but I still understand that by, uh, I don't even know what I wrote, but I still stand by that a story following, oh, uh, anyone else other than Chief would have been interesting and more, well, have, would have been better. Um, and I, I still, I still very much feel that way. I am interested because like with Mandalorian season one, I remember having episodes where I was like, oh man, this isn't interesting or like, I don't really, this is kind of a filler episode and stuff. 
exactly like you do have those those filler episodes yeah. and and, see, and episode two was basically a, was, a filler episode yeah. right but it, it's when you take that into um not consideration but into account with the the, the what it feels like the inferior budget yeah you know and and, and the story beats and the 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 character and, and i think we talked about the character and, and uh pablo schreiber which is the, yeah. the master chief actor excuse me i think you brought it up where he is you know a, a soldier and he's finding his humanity so he still right. has that like good soldiers follow orders kind of you know 100%. mentality and i so i made yeah, a, I, get it. I i saw a post from pablo i think it was on his instagram and i for any video watchers i've got to pull it up now uh but he made an instagram post and it said so it's a picture of him in the armor and he looks way cooler here in this picture than he has at any time in the show by the way just throwing that out there uh but anyway he makes this picture and then the thing goes uh master chief petty officer john 117 huge thanks to everyone who has supported our show we were the second most streamed piece of entertainment in the u.s last week behind oscar's best winner coda movie uh, and the most streamed in canada with many territories blah 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 huge hit soon to be a worldwide phenomenon to all the fans who've been waiting for this this moment for so long and to the newcomers who have responded with such overwhelming support and love i am honored and humbled to be in the service uh, to this amazing universe and lore for all the fans rooting against the home team who hated this show before they saw it and disagree with what we're doing i respect your opinion and i love you too because the truth is we love the same thing and i'll keep working my ass off, uh, ass off each and every day to make this show the best version of itself to bring attention and respect to this halo universe we love for all of us and he has pray hands and a heart and i think my nipples get a little hard when i hear that so i like it <laughs> i i am happy that pablo is proud of his work and i am happy to hear that he instead of being instead of being a dick about all the people that are, are being dicks to him uh it's it's cool to hear him kind of like double down and be like yeah i want to continue working my ass off i want to dedicate myself to this role I think we're doing a great job. And I, I think what's like what it almost feels like a without saying it, what's to come is going to, it's going to be even better. And I, I genuinely hope that that's yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cross the fingers. I genuinely hope that that is what it is because I would n love nothing more than to have a halo TV show that I am head over heels in love with. So yeah. And, and, uh, and it, it can be, it can be easy to uh, <clears throat> like if you're, listening to the past like 20 minutes whatever <clears throat> how much it's been it's easy to think that we're just shitting on this episode <laughs> and, then so, and we are <laughs> <laughs> that's a sound bite if i've ever heard and, one <laughs> and and we are but uh you know a lot of people have trouble saying two things can be true yeah you know hey 100%. we can definitely shit on the episode and see hey they're doing this to this to this that we don't necessarily agree with yeah we respect like and, and and you know back to 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 our, our mission statement a show born of passion and love for everything nerdy hell yeah. like we love halo we want it to succeed hell yes uh right we can agree to disagree we can uh, clash on opinions and still be respectful That's we respect their opinions their their the way they're they're running the show because obviously they're the ones who are getting paid to do it, not right. us, right? <laughs> and they have jobs, but, and yeah, uh, they know how to do this they works, have the yeah. jobs, they have the experience and whatever, you know, somebody, you know, gave them the blessing. <laughs> um, they're, they're backed by 343, right? you know, and you can say what you will about 343, but ultimately they're <laughs> taking a risk. I respect them for it. 
I'm excited, as I've said before, I'm excited for where this show is going and what it builds to. I'm excited seeing everything come to life. I really, I'm, it's been in my backlog, but I really want to rewatch that first uh, first fight scene, those first 20 minutes Same, or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. uh, because I do want to see it in a better quality and I want to re-experience like, all the little details they missed and stuff like 100%. that. So while it does sound like we have issues with the show, yeah, we, we do have issues. We do have uh, creative differences. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I like but that. <laughs> but ultimately... We were excited for the next episode. I'm excited to see Cortana. I'm excited to see the relationship Cortana has between uh, Chief and, and, and Cortana. I'm excited to see all the all the the seeds that it's playing, that it's planting. I'm excited to see where those branch off to. I want to see more of Silver Team. We've seen them somewhat, you know, we understand they're like a tight form group. So, so I really want to see how this comes up. I want to see the villains. I want to see Lady Gaga come in with all her freaking worm like creatures and, you know, figure out what the f- I forgot she fuck was is it. going on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I, I, we, we both are excited to, to see and continue seeing this every Thursday because one, we have a lot of fun, but two, it's our one of our favorite franchises finally come to life, finally come to live service. So a thousand percent, we are very excited and wish everybody none the uh, the best and a big old thank you to everybody working on it because it's hard work. A thousand percent, it's fucking hard work. Yeah, <laughs> a thousand percent. And adapting a video game universe into a TV show that works in a hour long format weekly, like that has to be insane. Like I can't even imagine the the hurdles that they've got had to go through. I'm surprised and then, they kept it at fifty minutes. Yeah, and and on top of it, the pressure on Pablo's shoulder. I think that's why my nipples get so hard when I see the Instagram post because like. To see him, I, I have nothing but love for people that are, especially in like the actor front, like Henry Cavill is one of my favorite humans of all time because he is a nerd and he enjoys the thing and then he's doing the thing and he's doing a great job at it. And like while Pablo may not be a, may not be a Halo nerd necessarily, it still feels like he is putting his all into it and his energy and that is all I can ask from him. And so like, it's really cool to see him him be hyped for the show and saying these kind of things and like doubling down and wanting to put all of it into it and make a great show. And God damn it. Like I, I love I love Halo and I, I really do hope that this like the, the thing I guess the thing that gives me hope is knowing that it is a six and a half or a seven, like knowing it's not a three, knowing it's not a two, like knowing it's not a turd like. Oh God, it could be worse. <laughs> it could oh be God, so much be worse. worse. And so like knowing that it's not there and it's not necessarily a 10, maybe it's just not a 10 yet, you know, like maybe we'll get there. And I really hope that we do get there. Uh, and I, I honestly like, I'm super excited. That's why I say I'm super excited for season two. Cause like, season I, two, baby. yeah, like we're, we're laying so many seeds here in season one and people are finding their step, their footing. And like Pablo as an actor has to probably get comfortable and confident in the role as chief. And like, know who chief is for him to become chief and like all this other stuff. So yeah, I am super excited to see where the show goes. It's not lost me. I like it a lot. It's just not my, I love the shit out of the show yet. And, but I think it could get there. So yeah, all of this is with a, with a slice I of love. I sent in my notes and they're not fucking, <laughs> they're not reading them. I gave them. What the hell is going on over there? <laughs> you sons of bitches. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm super excited. <laughs> Seeing his face for the first time was weird as shit. Yeah. But uh, aside from that. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is weird. Yeah. It was very weird. 
Um, but yeah, I feel like that that quietly, not that, that not quietly, that nicely uh, wraps up uh, that that topic. Hell yeah. Uh, we're excited for what comes next, basically, right? Hell yeah. I'm super excited. It feels like it's in good, if not decent, if not good hands. Yeah, right? yeah. I would say exactly. I think it, I think it's in good hands. I I may disagree with the director on like not being able to connect with a with a character without a, with a helmet. Uh, but I believe in the team. I believe in three four three. If they've greenlit it and all this other stuff, I think there's a lot of good energy and passion behind the project, and I think it'll I think it'll keep getting better. So yeah, cross the fingers. The hard part is that going forward. It's too late for them to correct any of season one. So like <laughs> if if season one gets drastically worse and they don't they don't like improve these things and like there is still a chance for season two because like they've already done season one. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> like I think uh, yeah. was it John Favreau, the director of Mandalorian? He had made mention, I think it was on Twitter in season one of Mandalorian. He was like, it is the hardest thing as a director to see people giving an episode shit for one thing that we realized we that didn't work and we fixed it in the next episode and not be able to say wait until next episode because the thing that you don't like is going to get fixed or whatever so yeah i was like that's definitely got to be hard your work's done it's completed it's ready to go you can't change it now it's too late but there might still be a thing that you want to change or that didn't work out that you're like ugh. Next week's episode is kind of a stinker, but see, episode four is really good. Trust us, kind of thing. So yeah, that's got to be hard. Oh, I could only imagine. <clears throat> you know what's not hard though? My wiener. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me the. You gave it to me. I fucking. I took it. I ran with it. That was the next line, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I set you up for that one. I'm not even like. I'm not even mad. That's just the natural response that like you give somebody <laughs> when they ask you. If it's, you know? Oh, shit. Uh, uh. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, I was, I was thinking, you know, not just your wiener, but also probably, you know, the, the, the platinum for, for Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, baby. Dude, it's so close. It's within reach. How many, how many trophies you got left? I think six. I think I'm at like the six or seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's basically doing all the like the average stuff. Yep. yep. Well, okay. The hunting so we grounds. didn't do just average. We we did like a like the the story and extra. Yes. Yes. Right. Yep. That's where we ended up. Story and extra yep. is is wherever we were at. Um, seventy four sixty five hours. Yeah. So what's another five, six, seven trophies, right? Right. Just basically complete all the points on the map, basically. Yeah. My, I think the hard thing for me is going to be the machine strike. Uh, I really, oh, do you have to do that for, yeah, for the thing? Yeah, I really don't like oh. I don't enjoy, like, I, I hate Gwent, for example, in Witcher, which is like the card game of inside the game. I hate, I hate mini games, usually. I usually don't like them, so I'm very nervous, because I never played machine strike. I was like, oh, cool. I'm not going to do that. And then I just kept doing the other stuff. Uh, yeah. So I got to do that. And the hunting grounds, I think, are the other ones that I didn't do. Hunting grounds were, were, were fun. I did. I did one of those. Okay. Um, I still have not started that quest for, for machine strike. <laughs> I haven't learned how to play. That's, I that's just did it. It's not fun. I've fallen asleep the entire time. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. <laughs> I've been upgrading all my legendary stuff. Uh that that's that's where I was at before I, I, I did the, the last uh oh boy, it makes it easy. I can't wait to go back to Well, so if I'm correct for arenas, yeah, it's it's a bunch of time trials. You can either do 
complete it within whatever time and you go to the next one or get get the the the, the par time and you get medals yep. so there's two or three of them that i need to beat part time but i beat all I, but i basically beat all of them oh hell yeah but but the thing is that the every each one has five so there's five novice normal medium hard extra hard sure those are the those are verbatim what it's called <laughs> <laughs> and each each one of those has five levels in it the first four you can use your loadout and your loadout is um you 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 don't waste any ammo or, or materials and it's all given back to you oh. the fifth one is you have a set loadout that it gives you completely you know different yes uh, for each scenario and that one's just a little rougher for me yeah yeah because it's not what i'm used to you know i did i did what i needed to do for the trophy which was like complete one set i think it was of the arena uh and so the first i think it was like three or four in the first part that you did and then the final one was the one where they give you like the set armor and i i didn't realize that because i didn't read i was just fucking clicking through the buttons and <laughs> so i was going into it and i was like wait where's my fucking spear and then i i that that i read and i was like oh okay i gotta use their stupid stuff like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that was my issue because you have like a tide ripper and two other things that yeah, you gotta kill yeah within like three minutes and i'm like yeah, I can do three minutes, but not with the crap you're giving right. me, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> also, did you ever use the spin disc thing? Did you ever use that? Uh, yeah, not me as successfully <laughs> as, as I could have. Okay. I tried it out. I had it in my regular like wheelhouse, but I, I didn't really use it much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Me either. I feel like I'm missing I'm missing because I went over the trophies and it said uh upgrade all pouches for all available ammo types. Oh. But I did that. But I guess I'm missing uh, because there's also one where it's like upgrade or find every type of weapon. So I'm guessing I'm missing a type oh, of weapon. Oh, okay. Got it. Maybe it's the rope caster. Yeah. The... I didn't get a rope caster. Oh. I got a bolt blaster, but I didn't get a rope caster. Okay. Then, yeah, rope caster so probably be one. Find one of those. I think you can and get it. That. Uh, there's a side mission where they give you a rope caster. Uh... I, I've done all the. There's 28 side missions, I believe. I've done all 28 okay. of them. Okay. Then maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I mean, I'll probably figure it out. Read what I'm missing. Oh yeah. Uh, but tell me, tell me what you what you think of uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I keep trying to call it Zero Dawn. I know. Forbidden West. <laughs> uh, I loved it. It was. A, it, I gave it a nine point five out of ten. Was my final rating. Uh, the only reason I took off a half point is because there were some bugs and little things that I had issues with. But it was more just like annoyances and stuff rather than anything. Uh, like one. <laughs> I never T-posed, but I would fall through boxes all the time. Like, like, oh, really? like the crates that you pulled around to like maneuver for some reason, like, and I could always tell when it was going to happen because like the dragging mechanic was just kind of wonky uh, and her hair would start freaking out. And so whenever her hair would freak out as I'm dragging the thing, I knew that I probably would fall through it almost every time. It was like a, it was like a hollow square where the edges were, I could stand on, but the center, I couldn't. So I figured that out and I would I would fall through the center, climb up onto the side and then drop off that. So that's how I did it. So it wasn't a big deal, but it was just an annoyance that I had to deal annoyance. with. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that never happened to me. I did T-pose one <laughs> oh, time. Did I, I healed as I activated my heal as I got hit, I guess. Oh. And so I kind of freaked out because I had zero health, but then I started gaining health. <laughs> so I literally T-posed, <laughs> couldn't move, couldn't attack, couldn't do anything. 
and then the the machines are still trying to hit me and and i think i had var with me on that side oh, mission oh hell yeah and like he's fighting it and i'm just like uh i guess i have to reload <laughs> i oh i had that frame thing that you had uh like early on in the game when you dropped to like 15 frames a second or whatever i had that around the same part that you did i never I mentioned it uh so when we that was 50 hours ago yeah. <laughs> It was it was it was right when you had gone into the West for the first time, like past the gates. And like just shortly after that, I think you had mentioned that you had like it was very similar, like what Skyrim had done on the PlayStation 3, where it slowed down. And you had mentioned that you were worried about the save files and stuff. And I was like, oh, I hadn't had that happen. Yeah, I remember. I remember worrying about the save files. I don't remember why, though. Yeah, and I think it was the frame rate. And I, I had the exact same thing. I was doing a thing for the salvage contractor there oh yes okay yeah i and remember then, it, yeah yeah it was getting trouble i remember that yep. immediately i dropped to like 10 or 15 frames and i was like motherfucker this is what rockstar had and i i turned my playstation <laughs> off turned it back on and it fixed it but i was like man i wonder what that was because we that, had it at the same point yeah yeah interesting and then i think uh i think toward the end it was taking a little longer to load when i'd go into my stash oh, okay and it, like I'd, I'd receive like a kind of blank screen <laughs> and then it would load in. Oh. I was like, okay, okay, sure. It's been smooth yeah. up until those last couple hours and whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't have any issues with that. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think those were uh, the climbing bugs. Sometimes I'd have a climbing bug where like I couldn't go up. So I'd have to like scoot over and then get up. Yeah, I felt like the climbing wasn't as uh suave as it could have been yeah it felt like an old school assassin's creed game where you're like why can't i let me scoot over one second and then get up and yeah right there yeah. Fucking do it. <laughs> just pull yourself up uh i'm trying to think what else i think that was kind of it i had one time where my mount freaked out because i was in a city and i called it and i don't think it was supposed to get to where i was but i it did and then i jumped on it and then it had no idea what the fuck to do so it just sat there and wouldn't move. So I was like, all right, I'll just hop off. And then I, I, I ran outside the city and called for it again and it disappeared and came back. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, like for how big of a game it was and how like beautiful of a game it was, I had very little bugs. Uh, so I was super happy for that. But yeah, no, I think I'll, I'll probably go back and platinum it at some point. Uh, but the hardest point now is, I don't know. Some? At, at some point i'm playing sifu now okay fucking i'm on I'm, we're moving on Ooh. i just really Ooh. don't want to play machine strike dude it's fucking bad <laughs> i don't know i'll give machine strike a, a chance and uh. see uh see what it was it did recently get a new update though oh did it which i'm kind of happy and sad for because one of the changes that it messed with weapon balances and there are some weapons that the legendary ones that were really strong oh. but they kind of brought up down and i'm like well now that i have them you're bringing yeah. like you know you just want to grab them and now you're thinking, whatever but it did add a couple of things like i think it added uh, one quality of a light thing where you can turn off the animation to pick things up yeah i did see that yeah 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 so that was that was fantastic and, and i didn't know you could you can instantly load in and not have to wait to press that X. And if you go into settings and stuff like that. Wait, you did? So, the, so that was fun. Because you know how... I always to, waited and, and for the X, they, yeah. Yeah, because they said uh, beforehand in an interview that the PS5 just loads too damn fast and no one was reading the tips, you know? So they did a thing where it says it loads fast, but then it gives you that X option and you have to press it. Yeah. That way it gives you time to finish reading. 
So in, in that one, you go in there, uh, change the settings, and as soon as it loads it, it just loads in. There's no having to wait, press an X or nothing. So that's been that's been very helpful, especially what? when I'm just basically fast traveling to yeah. do all the upgrades, which has been fun. I haven't had like like I need to collect tremor t- tremor tusks tusks for like whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not looking forward to it because it's hard. Yeah, but it's a fun fight. Hundred percent. The, the fights are still fun and refreshing. You know, sixty hours in. Yeah, that, I feel like I think that's the thing that's the most exciting about it is that I Heather had made mention. Uh, right before I completed the game, because I, I waited to do the final quest until I had done all my side quests that I wanted to do. And she was uh, she made mention that she thought I'd beat the game already. She's like, I, I thought you were done and you were just doing like random errands and tasks or whatever. Uh, and I was like, no, I just really don't want to beat the game. <laughs> so I'm doing all these other things. And like, uh, yeah, the combat feels incredible. And I'm, I'm 77 hours after like, I just want more like. Uh, I feel like so rarely do I get a game that is as big as this where I just want more. Like usually at hour 70, I'm like, all right, cool. Like we could wrap it up. Like I'm, I've had my time. I've had my fill, but no, I just want more. <laughs> like I would like a DLC now, please, because it's, I just really want to play more. And, and I, I honestly cannot wait for, for, for that DLC because I'm in that same boat where it's, it's rare for a game that, uh, I really enjoy and I look into the achievements or into the trophies. I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I, can, I want to do this. And if it's feasible, I'll do it. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm still, I still need to go back to last of us and I still need to go back to ratchet and clank. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> those flats, cause they're doable. I just have to go back. To them. Um, but uh, that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to, I didn't want to, to, to finish that campaign. Cause now I have no excuse to go back. Right. I have finished the yeah. campaign. I got, you know, like, <laughs> I can wait to do it, put it in my my cat, my backlog. You know? <laughs> so, so yeah, if I know if I don't continue it and do it this weekend, I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna do it. Hundred um, percent. But I, I'm right there with you. The combat, and everything, all the errands, the side quests were were impressive they because were so some of well them done. were a little long and cutscenes and like. I was like, oh, I actually stumbled upon the the, the main mission. I was just exploring. Cool, yeah. whatever. Da, 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 side mission. What? Yeah. Like, so often that, that I would was, get done with one, and Heather was like that like that was a side mission i was like yeah yeah that's a full-on side quest like this person that i now have established emotions with like people could run right by this like no there'd be no chance for you to hit it like it's crazy who was uh who was your favorite character from uh forbidden west oh like supporting character yeah that's a good question because there's there's honestly i liked the cast uh oh shit fuck I'm going to, ah, I think I, I'm torn. I got, I'm, I'm Googling the list because I don't remember what, what the guy was called. <laughs> I've got two. Uh, oh, okay. I remember who. Okay. Varl and Catalo were my favorites. I liked both of them a lot. Varl. Like we talked about Varl with, when our first impression yeah, there yeah. when we were like 10, 20 hours in. Whereas he, he was just like, like, like. I, not what I wanted him to be. Sure, like sure. he was, it felt like, like he was. I was watching over a kid. I was babysitting him. <laughs> is what it felt like in that first ten hours. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Was, like oh, you got hurt. Go to the infirmary. Okay, <laughs> take care of yourself like, now. Ex- exactly. Like that's what I felt. It felt more like a nuisance than all that. And like it was, it was good to see like the relationship that that they form and some of the 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 back um, audio that you hear them talking within when you're at the base and stuff like that. So it was, it was really cool. 
Um, but I am very happy with uh, with, with the, the Kotalo yeah. uh, character. Yeah. Because he, he was he was amazing. He was really cool. I liked his backstory. I love the whole you know arm thing going yep. on and and it's 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 incredibly weird that those are side missions that you could miss you could not do those 100 you know like it, it, it's weird to, to to think that you know like his whole and again spoilers and everything but like uh his whole rebuilding his arm and like when he goes out and tests it and then he takes it back off and he's like hey i am what i am you know like i i'll use it when i need to but like I, it doesn't limit me yeah and I felt like that was oh, so cool. That, that really growth, growth in that character that I really enjoyed. Absolutely. A lot, you know, well, because he went from this, like his, this gruff like feelings. Yeah. To, to the feelings toward his tribe and and being a marshal yeah. and, and and being like a, a a companion for for the savior Meridian or, or you know, the champion, whatever they, 100%. Uh, they call her. You know, that that character arc that he had was was really was really nice. So good. So good. And I, I, I'm impressed at how well they did with all the side characters in this one, because in Zero Dawn, there were there were they were very good side characters, but they weren't ones that I connected with as deeply as I did with the cast this time around. And everyone at the base, I felt like I had an emotion attached to uh, and like sure, like later on, like the Utaru lady. Uh, I can't remember her name, but like from then or something, something like that. Yeah, like Zo Zoe. I didn't connect with her as much. Uh, well, no, Zoe is Varl's girlfriend, right? Yes. Uh, I'm talking about the what, what? the other the new tribe that came from across the waters. Oh, uh, with the focus. What's her name? <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so that lady. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. Oh, was it Alva? That sounds right. Alva. But, but yeah, that that whole that whole new tribe yes alva yeah alva so her i didn't connect with as much uh but i think it's just because there were no previous i, I guess I, the previous thing doesn't matter either because i really liked zoe and i like katalo uh but i didn't connect with her as much and i didn't connect with uh uh beta like i understood beta but i didn't i didn't like her as much like because there was the whole sister thing between her and Aloy. I was like, yeah, I get, I understand that. I just don't like her. <laughs> she's, I, she felt like when a, you compare to, to, to Aloy, you know, it's, it's kind of complaining and, and whiny is, is what I got. Yeah. And like, you know, it's understandable. Like, I understand it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, I, she's been through, like, I understand 100%. it. Like, <laughs> I totally get now. why you are the way you are, but I just don't like you. And, uh, yeah, it felt like it felt like a baby sister, like when you're like like a six year old kid and you're like, all right, cool. Like, I don't really have much attachment to you, but like you're still there. Uh, yeah. And then honestly, I, I, I really liked Gaia, like the AI. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I fucking love Gaia. Nothing better happened to this woman because I fucking love this lady. Uh, yeah, no, they did it. They did an incredible job with all the cast of characters. I also... I kind of dug like I think it's the same way that I dig Thanos because like I understand Thanos's reasoning and stuff like in the Marvel Universe and I kind of dig silence like I totally get why he did what he did because he knew about this other threat and he knew that Aloy would react terribly to all this stuff and like I kind of like silence as, as, <laughs> as cute as his reasoning was I, I do agree with that he is a cool character yeah uh even cooler voice you oh know my God. Uh, what's his name the fucking uh 
voice actor for yeah, yeah yeah he's in destiny what is he in destiny exactly yeah yeah he's uh he's every time Vala. he would talk i was like guardian <laughs> i was like oh my god i'm waiting for it <laughs> zavala voice actor is lance reddick there we go lance reddick yeah uh great voice actor very iconic uh voice actor yeah he did a great job always does What's the name of that Karja that uh, you meet in the first game and kind of like you have a side quest with her in this in this in this one, uh, getting through the mountain and finding oh. her like lover uh, or whatever it is. I don't remember, but I know who you're talking about. Uh, like I I I wish we would have had more her? with her because I like yeah. her as a character. Yeah, not knowing like I didn't play the first one, so not knowing what all happened in the first game. You know, I liked her as as a character, and it was weird not having played the first game and then coming back to to like like what happened, and then you meet like with the Sun King and yeah. like the two <laughs> allies there. I'm like, who the fuck? I don't are know you? who y'all are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, whatever. <laughs> it is interesting because like. It, it is such a heavy story game and they don't do a lot of rehashing. Like they do not spend a lot of time going back and going, Hey, this is what happened in the world. And so like, this is why we're buddies. You remember? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's just kind of like, Oh, she's like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I don't fucking remember this lady. Like, or, did we just meet or like, did we meet on another quest line and I wasn't paying attention? Like I, there was a bunch of times I caught myself doing that where I was like, I don't, did we meet in the first game or did we meet in this game? And I don't remember your face. Like, so yeah did you do any of the the races i did i did them i did them to do the trophy uh <laughs> uh but i only did two because that's all i needed oh, okay. for the trophy <laughs> did you like them they're not bad they're definitely not bad uh they, they, they were fun yeah i i agree with that i i if you do them all you get the the Karja's bane that legendary is that the spear uh warrior bow no oh. the spear is from doing Another side quest, the No Way Home, or no, No Way Home. That's a movie. Uh, <laughs> something with the camp for the 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 new tribe. Okay, you get it from the two ladies on a boat. Oh, got it. Okay, I did. I did. I did that one. I was trying to remember where I got it from, and I was like, I didn't do the races, so I don't remember that. But yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, and then big, 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 big spoilers. But that final mount that you get. So, right, right. When it, so do we want to go into spoilers and 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 talk about the ending and what y'all thought and, I, and all that? I am totally down for it, but I'll leave it up to you as the host. So you, oh, we'll, we'll do it, y'all. Right, y'all have like ten, fifteen seconds to prepare while I finish the sentence. Get out of you know, here! You, you don't, don't want, want spoilers. Anything, you don't want anything spoiled. Yeah, you know, skip ahead like five, ten minutes. You know, <laughs> we're like an hour thirteen. Wait till hour thirty. You yeah. Know? <laughs> It's just, just you know. Just get out. Get out now. A visual cue. <laughs> when I take the water bottle off my head. Hey, that's kidding. a good one, though. I like that. <laughs> that is a good one. I don't want to hold a water bottle, though. <laughs> I'm trying to think of whatever it is. Whatever. We'll go at it. Um, so what do you think of the ending? The, oh the final mount is really cool. You didn't have that in the first game? No. That is brand new to the game. Like, entirely. So fucking good. Like when when, it, when you ride it for the first time, I, I think I legitimately was sitting in my chair and going for, like, probably two minutes straight. I was just sitting there for... It was so cool. And, like, flying over the places that you'd already been and everything, and you're like, oh, my God, there's that city in the tribe, and, like, you finally hit the fucking tall deck that you can't get for the entire goddamn game? That drove me nuts! 
Like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, a thousand percent. Oh, no, it was wonderful. I loved the I absolutely love the ending. I love that there is hints towards a third one. I uh, because I love Horizon, I just want more. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, no, I haven't played the, the first one coming to this one. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, the third one. It was uh, really cool, the the combat system. And, like, I played, I played, like, two, five hours maybe of the first one. And, okay. And it, it didn't captivate me as much as this one did. Um, you know, some games just really come at you depending on your mood or whatever it is. 100%, yeah. But this one, it, it was just amazing uh from start to finish uh we both could put it down um i'm planning on going back to it and uh definitely playing more of it yeah so i really enjoyed it the ending i felt like that final battle though was didn't scale appropriately i felt like it was easy compared yeah, to it was definitely easy. i felt like the i felt like the regular sentinels were easier than than the, that last one you fight. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, like I knew I was gonna have to fight this, <laughs> like you at least. But like, it, I thought it'd be harder. Like, yeah, what? yeah. No, it was, it was, it was not. Oh, I, as I hard. got, I got, I got annoyed at the side just real quick. I yeah, got annoyed no. at the previous guy you fight, um, because I was because you you were in the elevator, yeah. You know, and I'm trying to shoot the freaking traps, the <laughs> tripcaster. And they're like bouncing off. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> they can't go in the elevator. You have to go back into like the, the, the ground part. And I was like, what the hell? Like, it took me a minute to figure that out. And oh, I'm losing shit. health over here, getting like shot. <laughs> and like, you know, like attack, and I'm like, thing. where the fuck is it? That's why I never use the damn weapon. No work. <laughs> Did he move? User error for folks. you, by User the way. Error. Okay. Oh, he moved around. I think my game bugged because he literally too. stayed in one spot. He, yeah, he straight up like in the elevator, like because I had ran, I had run away, got behind a wall because he started doing his machine gun thing. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to throw a spike at him. So I charged it up, popped out, spiked him and then went back into cover. And then he just took it and then he didn't move. And I was like, OK, <laughs> spike again and went back into cover and he didn't move. And I was like, all right, this is working really effectively, though. And then I, so I just kept doing that. And I think it took like six spears, maybe. And he was dead. I was like, all right, there we go. <laughs> It was the easiest yeah. fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, it was definitely um, uh, it, it was definitely a fun fight. He moved for me. It, it, I did have to take a, a potion and and heal up because I did lose a lot of health trying to figure that out. <laughs> uh, and then at the end, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna you know spear him to death." You know, I didn't want to because like the spear is powerful. Like, yeah. Um, did you get the you got the sky killer spear, the, yeah. the legendary one? Uh-huh. So that one's really good. Before that, I had one that was explosive damage and had like a drill. I think we had the same one. Like one of the other, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the side quests, I yeah. believe you get it from. And I had that for like most of the game. Because it was, it was really, it was, it was so really fun good. to use. I'm very sad that the, the, the gold one didn't have, the legendary one didn't have the drill. Like a, a spin one too. Yeah. Because it would, it like... I loved it. I loved that thing. Yeah. I might go back and just upgrade it all and use it and <laughs> Dude, switch up. I don't know. I was the exact same way. I would my my go to attack like pattern would be whatever elemental weakness they were uh, like for, and then I would just drill like four drills into them, and then you would just see like and their health would go down and trick away and knock off armor bits. Health will go down. It it'll, was great. They'll knock off. They'll they'll get knocked over. Yeah, like it, it was fantastic. It was, it was a fantastic piece of equipment there. Absolutely wonderful. That I think, I think that has to be my favorite one. I was gonna say I think that and the sharpshooter bow. That, that, those are my those favorite. That explode that oh. have like a. Uh, those were, were so nice. good, dude. So good. 
The one that I thought I would use more, there was a trip caster that had like a shield wall that popped up to protect you. And I used that once and then it went away so quick. I was like, yeah, never mind. I'm good. <laughs> I, just, I, I never I never used it. Yeah. <laughs> you do not miss it out. I used the, yeah, I used the other ones where it was, uh, what's it called? Just like the regular trip caster yeah. with uh, whatever other elemental. But um, but my main my main stuff was just regular arrows, sharpshooter arrows, the warrior bow, Hell yeah. and then the 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 um, the spear. Yeah, I right? was I was the same one, and then I also added the sharpshooter bow for humans. So like when I do like rebel tribes and stuff like that, I'd use that a lot. And then the bolt caster, I loved that thing. I didn't use it much in the first game, but this time around, like. I loved the shit out the, of it. The bolt caster was which one again? The machine gun kind of thing. Oh, that one. I used it as well because I needed more of uh, frost and. and oh, uh, yeah. And it wasn't plasma. It might have been plasma, but I, I needed those more often. So I was like, I guess I'll use it. <laughs> and I used it for that. And it was nice and all. But like, I never really enjoyed using it. For sure. For sure. It was just out of necessity. Yeah. My my favorite would I I would I would swap to it and then I would use the the R one ability where it was just like nonstop shooting and I was like just fucking mowing people down. It was so cool. Yeah, definitely a lot of fun. Um, what that one of the last side quests where you fight a Trevor Tuss and a Thunderjaw. How did you like that one? I honestly don't know if I remember. I think it's for one of the the lowland tribe where you have to go into like the the valley and and clear the monsters oh. because the zenith said like put up like antennas or whatever. It was. Okay, yeah, I did that one. I had no, I don't think I had many issues with that one. Uh, yeah, no, because I thought the trimmer tusks, while they took a lot of damage, they weren't super hard to fight. Uh, and then the thunder jaws, I just put down traps everywhere and they just fucking, they would run at me and charge through six of them and then just get knocked over. And like, I was like, all right. And then I'd stab them and then my, bolt cast the ass. And this <laughs> cool shit. My thing with the traps was they were annoying. Cause one, <laughs> you can set them off if yeah. you're not careful, yeah. but two, like I could be setting them up and they just do a distance attack. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm now taking damage by, and they're <laughs> gone and I'm using all my materials. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that was annoying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I loved the traps. I use the traps all the time. I, I think one of the first things I upgraded was how quickly you set them and then the max amount that you could use because I I put them everywhere. Like whenever a Ravager would come at me, especially in the beginning of the game, I was like, all right, I'm going to have like three acid traps. That way you just get fucking acided and I'm going to shoot your gun off and shoot you with your own gun. And it's going to be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for, 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 for that, I, I kind of want to try to use more traps, um, because when doing the, the, the hunting grounds, you know, yeah. you fight against the machines and you, it gives you specific things to do. Right. So it kind of forced me to use them and I was like, oh, okay, I can like use them a little bit more strategically than, than just setting up the elemental attack, you know, yeah. especially for the electric ones, which right. kind of like, you know, shuts them down per, uh, <laughs> per, uh, per, for, for, for a period of time. Um, but there in the arenas, there's a legendary armor that gives you more traps and like uh, it's basically trap centric. Oh, uh, so I might have to pick that up and, and yeah. upgrade that and then, then go in there and use traps because it, it does look like fun gameplay. 
Yeah. No, I liked it a lot. I used it a lot for stealthy engagements. So, like, uh, if, for example, if I saw a, a, a Thunderjaw, one of the re- ways that I would start out the fight is I'd track his path and then put down, like, three traps in one spot so that he'd walk over three of them. And then I would start the fight off that way because it would take down, like, half their health before you even got into fighting. So that made it a lot easier. Um, and yeah, that was kind of how I, that was how I normally priori- primarily used the traps was like to start the fight out with, I'd let them walk into a trap and then start off with a big explosion or whatever. Uh, but I did find myself a couple times when I had like bigger enemies that I would, that would, especially ones that would jump at you, like the ravagers in the beginning, I would put down traps that way when they jumped at me, they'd hit them. The invisible ones were pain. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Those are, that's when the bolt caster is really nice. Cause you're just like, you're in here somewhere and you're just fucking mowing it down. Uh, yeah, no, they did that again. They just, they nailed, there's not a game like horizon and like in the combat and it's, it feels so good with the combat because it's just so unique. Like no other game am I shooting parts off of a machine to use as like hitting their. Yeah, it's just, all of it was so, so wonderful. It's definitely a unique uh, game there in that that perspective, that that gameplay loop. 100 um, percent. And again, it, it's just been very addicting. Uh, I want to go back to it. I turned on easy loot because I was tired of just freaking <laughs> having to do that yeah uh, especially when when i'm trying to farm for these freaking pieces <laughs> and then going in there to learn that you have to leave the freaking piece on to in order to loot it I'm i like, know yeah. <laughs> how many times did you kill Whatever. something and be like god damn it <laughs> it had the part i killed it i don't have the part like ah yeah no and then i i liked uh having like a machine help me out so i'd like yeah. sneak over and and i'd activate that machine and then turn it against everybody and and then have that machine blow it up and i'm like <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> whatever what, uh, <laughs> but yeah, what uh, place out did you go with what was your like primary way of attacking for 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 smaller things i would just just bow um for more of the medium ones i'd use the spike thrower hell yeah uh and then for large ones it'd be combination of spike thrower especially for the bats and stuff like that oh my god uh and the bird the annoying the dreadwing <laughs> and the stormbird yeah and then for the i did try to use traps sometimes for for the uh uh for the larger ground-based ones mm-hmm. but uh, ultimately ultimately it was just still just element acid whatever you, you had to do, do. Yeah, exactly yeah. you know I, I, probably not playing it the more the most uh, pr- proficient way but hey you made it through eh. though that's what matters you know yeah i i really enjoyed stealth i loved stealth like especially when it yeah, came to like the, the rebel camps oh my god fucking so much fun and like there was one rebel camp at the very end that i did uh i think it might have been the final rebel camp where you're fighting alva i think it was uh and you're you're going into fighter and there's like you're in this huge cave system and i jumped in the water and i was like i wonder if i can just like skip all these guys because i have a real hard on for stealth games where you can just like bypass all the baddies and they don't even know you're there because you're like a fucking ninja uh and so i swam in the river and it got me to the back end of the cave and then i worked my way forward killing everybody and oh my god i have never been so horny for a game because i killed the strongest guy first with a fucking backstab and then just 
whittled them off and uh with this little the, the stealth activator too oh dude it was so much fun i used that in the second half of it but yeah. then they nerfed it did they? They, they, they? Yeah, in in the update, because it, before it was just 200%, once you have it upgraded all the way, it was 200% damage to any unaware enemy. And uh, now it's only 200% if you do a silent strike. Uh, if it's if it's bow, it's only like 50% more. Bullshit. Bullshit. I know, I was so sad. I was so sad, too. Because, again, like I didn't find out about it till like around the time that they patched it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, that's a cool. And then they just got patched, and I'm like, well, fuck <laughs> me, you know? I never use those power up by things, by the way, except for that one. That's the only I I hated going into the skill tree to change to which one I wanted to use. So I was just like, ah, I'm just going to stick with the stealth one and not have to change it. <laughs> I went through a couple. I tried the part breaker, but I don't know. I, I feel like it didn't do enough. Yeah. Um, I leveled up toughened and I did that. That was Actually, I think I don't think I use Toughen. <laughs> Toughen's the one that gives you like a shield. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'll I love that, that I one up too. I never used, used it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I did use the one that where you drank a potion and you regain a little health. You were okay. immune to uh, sound and like blinding and stuff like that. I used that one in the stealth one the most. Okay. Yeah. 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 I didn't, I didn't use that system much. I, I kind of forgot that you could do it like halfway through. And then by the end, I was like, oh, right. I do have these power ups. And then I just I really did not like going into the tree and selecting which one because it just broke the combat up too much. And yeah, yeah, it, it kind of has that disconnect. Yeah. You yeah. know, where the gameplay is very fluid and very. But, uh, you know, you don't really want to pause it and do that. 100%. Uh, did you use a lot of the combos uh, or did you use the the resonator blast and all that? I didn't until the end, like the last three quarters of the game, I think I started to. Like, I think I didn't understand how to use it originally. And then I did the fighting pits and that taught me how to use it. And then I was like, oh, this is actually really fucking nice. And then I did all of them. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrible with combos and learning like, the combinations of that. <laughs> yeah. So as I unlocked them, I was like, okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And just never fucking just, use them until, yeah. <laughs> until, until the melee pits. And I'm like, okay, I got to slow down enough to learn it. Okay, yep. got it. Got yep. it. And then the resonator blast. Because you don't have to do that first one in Chain Scrape. Yes. You can do the other three and still get to that uh, Tarakth bowl, but whatever yeah. one, right? You still get to, to that, that insanely fast lady, which was a very fun fight. Yeah, that was so fun. Um, so it wasn't until the end where I had to do something in Chain Scrape, and I was like, oh, yeah, there is one here. Let me do it. <laughs> and it teaches you how to do the Resonant Blast, and I was like, oh, this is like in the last... Five hours before I beat the game. Thank you for letting me know. You know, sixty hours in. It's so strong yeah, too. Like it's you. so strong. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it is. That's what I, I like, made me salty about. It. I'm like, I would have helped at multiple times. Jesus. But yeah. uh, I do agree. The 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 camps with just going back to something you said. The camps and doing it while you're uh, stealthy and like going back and forth and finding a way. I really enjoy that kind of so gameplay. It's one of the reasons I enjoyed Metal Gear Solid uh, Five because it's that kind of same kind of tactical Hell stuff yeah. about it um i'm a big so yeah, really fan. that's why that i got the well. tattoo yeah thousand percent <laughs> oh, thousand percent. so much fun and then the sharpshoot bow when you'd get a good headshot and it'd kill him instantly you're just like i'm a god i'm literally better than all of you you fucking nerds and then you just murder him <laughs> yeah thousand percent oh so good uh, it was cool going out to in in the fields 
and seen like sometimes you'd find them like fighting monsters yeah. finding the machines themselves yeah and like the felt like the world was more alive so that was really cool they did such a good job of making that world feel alive because it's so big it could have so easily been like hollow and and kind of empty in between settlements but like all of it feels so lived in and it's it's incredible because like yeah, you'd, you'd run by camps and you're just like, oh, hey, like there's the salvagers. And then like you'd get near the city and you'd start to hear people talking. And like uh, one of the what like, for example, one of my favorite things in Final Fantasy 14, the MMO one is when you go into a city, if there's more players around you, there's louder like background talking noise. And it's just a cool little feature where you're like, oh, this feels like there's people when you're in an area where like there's, there's a lot yeah there's like 50 people and you're hearing people talking to each other even if it's just like nonsense or whatever it just feels like people are there and the same thing in horizon you'd go into a town and you'd hear people chattering and talking to each other and like hammers hitting away and like people doing stuff and fighting in the pits and stuff and it's like this is a world like people are living here like this it's just ah oh, such a good game such a good game shout out to fucking uh Gorilla Games. Gorilla, thank you, Jesus. I lost it. <laughs> it was there and it was gone. Yeah, shout out to Gorilla because yeah, they did incredible. They did amazing. I can't wait for the DLC. Hopefully we get, like, I think the, for, for the first time it was just one piece of DLC. Hopefully we yeah. get more. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to go if they if they have a DLC? Because last time we went nor- into the winter area, into the cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we already have. I'm like, I'd, 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 I'd love for them to come to Texas, dude. Because <laughs> we have Vegas. Yeah, we have San Francisco. Yeah. Um, what else? What other location is there? That's the two big ones that I remember. Yeah, you've got the redwoods in so between. The redwoods, yeah. which was great to see. Really cool. Um. Yeah, you have the big uh, desert there in the south. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'd be cool to to, to do that or because like, where else can you go? Yeah, and that's what I was thinking about. Like, we could go to like Washington. So like Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That'd be that'd be fun. That'd be really cool. And then or you could go to Canada or I doubt they'd go to Canada, but that'd be really cool. And then and then where do you think we're going to go in the next game? Like, are we going to like South America? Like, are we are we swapping continents? Are we going to Mexico? Like, there'd be some cool shit. Cool. Hold on, because the the new tribe is from where exactly? Because they cross so the ocean, I, so they're from like I think they're like Hawaiian, because they if you look at the rafts that they are sh- are riding on, they look very uh, Pacific Pacific Islander kind of style. Uh, do, do you think that's just because it's more of a kind of native thing? Uh, you know where it is like a very native world for sure you know yeah they also had like flowers and like uh the utaru very much had like lays kind of around their focuses and stuff or at least it looked like yeah that's true uh but there was like flowery like petals and stuff and i thought i i figured they were they were hawaiian (laughs) but no idea (laughs) for some reason i thought they were from europe (laughs) and it wasn't until right now that we're talking about like where it is in the country and i'm like Wait, that one doesn't make sense in my <laughs> mind. I'm sorry, that was on me. You know, that was just ignorant hey, right there. We were in the, the West Coast, you know. <laughs> but they came from that side, and then do, so do, would they have gone down and around, or would they? <laughs> 
it's just straight you know straight through that's what it was just cut through just cut through <laughs> the pharaoh blake um, opened that up that, that's a new channel there you go thousand percent the pharaoh <laughs> channel you know <laughs> pharaoh channel. but but yeah that i i'm excited to see where they go because like would they because so far it's just been in the states if i'm correct uh, yeah uh gorilla games is not based in the states i think it's like a french company i don't it's, not, it's a european country i believe yeah i believe you're right gorilla games uh, uh for some reason i want to put them in the same area as cd project red amsterdam gorilla games amsterdam okay yeah. cool uh yeah so uh do we think i mean because if we're on west coast i don't think we'd go to because where was the first one um ventured upon uh what, cities, was, what big cities did you go to the first one it was more east coast but to be honest with you i don't remember any of the cities like someone heather was asking about dc and i i feel like we saw dc but i don't remember really because it's been five years since i played it so i don't remember i don't remember it feels like we've we've crossed the United States. Yeah, it'd be cool to. I mean, because I'm a big fan of Texas and and, and Mexico, right? Uh, living down here. Oh yeah. Uh, so you know, <laughs> you know, represent. Uh, <laughs> so it'd be cool they came down south. Not a lot of games oh. come down south, you know. So the setting for Horizon Zero Dawn was uh, between the states of Colorado, Wyoming, and Utah. Oh, so kind of centralish. Yeah. So maybe we go East Coast. It, I guess it makes sense. That's where they haven't gone. Yeah. East Coast would be really cool. Um, I feel like. That would explain why I, I don't remember any cities. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to do in the middle. Yeah. You know, go, go north of Texas. Nothing to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, maybe I like now. <laughs> oh, dude. I, w- I, I like now, though, because like she had men- made mention that she's from far east, like to the people in the west. So like. What about the people in the East East? Like, are they far, far East? <laughs> like, the further East. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're the crazy people over there. Um, but yeah, that, that, would, be, that would be interesting uh, to see. Um, like, it depends where the Quinn are from. I think we'll see more of the Quinn homeland in the third one. Yeah. If they are from Hawaii, maybe we'll go. Hey, maybe DLC is Hawaii the quen bro i'd love that that'd be so cool that'd be cool we'll see we'll see uh yeah i believe we're, we're at the uh we're at the hour 40 mark okay let's do it with uh with still big chunks ahead of us <laughs> uh you want to quickly go over them real quick uh honestly i'm I'm fine with whatever you want to do i i think we can if we want to touch on them we can or if you want to go if you want to skip them i'm fine I, with that too i feel like it'd be wrong not to touch on them okay. you know uh the big th- like the big i mean these are these are also your topics and i'm gonna hijack the first one hey do it do it do it do it <laughs> the, the the big news some of the big news that we've had in the past two weeks is one breath of the wild two getting delayed uh to spring 2023 which we saw it coming kind of um so it's not a big huge surprise uh bigger surprise though is that e3 has just been canceled this year gone dead gone just <laughs> just just but hey i mean jeff Keighley's just replacing everything right yeah exactly who needs e3 when you've got summer games fest you know 
do you think they'll he'll, he'll take up a bigger part and have something because i mean I there's, hope so. there's now room for yeah i mean everybody's doing their own thing anyway right but it'd be still nice to unite everybody under one flag again you know well, and saying? jeff is so big about that because i mean again his uh game awards from a couple years ago his where he got all thing. three people on like it would be really cool Huge. if he yeah it'd be really cool if he did a thing where he brought together like all the industry titans to like a showcase like, i mean i would love yeah, that nintendo hasn't been in e3 for like six years or something yeah. like that like it's something ridiculous i um so it'd be cool to see everybody under uh, the same flag again but i, I don't so think they do it because they've, they've already you know they're all you know doing their own thing 100 i was so sad when e3 came like when it, it was announced that it was getting delayed or uh, straight up canceled like i understand it I, I absolutely get why it's happening and it, like it's been riding on the wall forever now it feels like but i love like i, I made a note about I, I used to take a day off work get the buddies together get some pizza and snacks and drinks and stuff when we'd spend all day watching the conferences and like we would even we would stockpile them and get it so that you could watch xbox nintendo and sony all in one day and it was just an absolute blast of a time and to know 100%. that that's not going to happen, probably that sucks. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm bummed about that. I understand why it happened. I totally get it. But I just I I really do hope that Jeff does something where he has a big fun event for games to celebrate video games to celebrate this thing that we love. And regardless of whether like it's an Xbox showcase or a PlayStation showcase or Nintendo or whatever, it would just be really cool to get like everybody together and party. You know, like. I just want to get together and fucking have fun and freak out about video game announcements and yeah, love that stuff. I mean, that's why you have PAX and you have GDC, right? True, no. true. <laughs> very, very different very conferences. Different, very, yeah. different conference. very different. It's still good. You still uh, get some cool information, but yeah, very different. But like, like you said, you know, it was on. It wasn't until like only like five years ago or, or even less that yeah. it was open up to the public. Right. So I see you have that note, you know, it was a bucket, bucket list item. Like, it was, yeah, you know, definitely. And now it's gone. Hopefully yeah. maybe one day it'll, it'll make come back. But I remember being, I think I was like 12, 13 years old when I started watching E3 and like, it was to the point cause my older brother had discovered it and he's three years older than me. Uh, but we, yeah, we were like 15 and 12 year old kids watching at like during summer break from school on our 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 shitty kitchen table watching the show eating grilled cheese and tomato soup and shit and like we loved this stuff and so it's e3 has been a bucket list item before i could even i even understood that it wasn't open to the public because like that broke my brain when i was a kid first off so i was like i, I guess there's no way i can get there but it was still a very much of a a, a bucket list for me to go but yeah it sucks. It's it sucks to see it go, but I do I am I'll I'll be interested to see what they do with it afterwards. I don't know if they can really change the event or the E3 itself like I don't think there's a place for it in this world with like everybody being able to do direct shows and stuff. But if anyone's going to figure it out, it's going to be Jeff. So fucking Jeff Keighley, the savior of E3 or game conferences or celebration events, do your thing cuz I want it. I want it so bad. Here's the hope, and one can only hope. Talking about hope, is uh, please Sony PlayStation Plus everything you hoped it would be? Uh, it's new, everything uh, what I expected it to be. <laughs> plus essential, plus extra, plus premium. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is everything I expected it to be. Uh, <laughs> I made a note, because in their official like uh, announcement of the PlayStation Plus stuff, 
uh, it said since launching PlayStation Plus in 2010, Sony Entertainment uh, whatever has been at the forefront of innovation with game subscription services. We were thrilled to be the first console membership service that included a refreshed library of games through PlayStation Plus and also launched the first console streaming service with PlayStation Now. And I made another note of we did it first. And I, I feel like Sony has been yelling this from the mountaintops being like, Everyone loves Game Pass, but we have now. What are you talking about? Not realizing that it's completely like, different services. Like, so anyway. <laughs> and, and, and it is. Yeah. And sure, they might have been first, but they just, it feels like they just sat on it. That's all they and did. Like, yeah, we got it. That's all they did. And even this announcement is, that's all it is. It's just, hey, don't forget, we have now. If you would like that, we, let's put it into one now so that you have to have it if you get PlayStation Plus. Like, <laughs> Um, it's so dumb. Yeah, and then again, it's for for those that don't know, it has three tiers: uh, plus essential, plus extra, and plus premium. Uh, plus premium, which is like ten, fifteen, and eighteen dollars a month, respectively. Uh, with differences being <laughs> well, the PlayStation Plus Essential is just like what it is now: cloud storage and and, and PlayStation which... Plus. What it is correct. I, I, I think I made a note. Isn't that isn't cloud storage default on Xbox regardless of your Okay, yeah, thought so. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh PlayStation Plus Extra gives you four hundred PS4 and PS5 games uh that you can download and uh fifteen a month. And then PlayStation Plus Premium adds three hundred and forty PS3, PS2, and PSP games. Uh PS3 games are only streamable. Uh, streaming old titles isn't the worst thing, but it's just never going to be the same experience as a local download. True. Uh, you also get time-limited game trials as well. So it depends how much do you want and care for previous games. I feel like the biggest one is uh, PlayStation Plus Extra will probably where everybody goes just yeah. because it is the same competing price as Game Pass. 100%. Um, uh, game Pass Ultimate, at least. And you have the PS4, PS5 games. But again, Ultimate does have Xbox One and 360 games where over here, PlayStation Plus Premium, you have to pay a couple extra dollars. Sure, I understand it. Uh, I feel like three tiers is too convoluted. Yeah. They get it in two. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Microsoft has a whole mess on their side. <laughs> yeah, uh, Game Pass, Game Pass PC, Xbox Live, Ultimate. Xbox <laughs> Ultimate. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, y'all can make it more simple. Come on, folks. Oh, fuck yeah um don't get me don't get me started with microsoft and their fucking xbox xbox 360 xbox one oh my xbox god the naming conventions are so bad even to this day we're two oh years god. into the new the new gen and like to this day it's like are you on a one or a series like because you're one x or series x like whatever which one are you on yep uh and then playstation is one two three four five yeah yeah basically <laughs> so, so much better so, yeah so I, I agree it's not what we hoped it would be but again you know it yeah. is what it is it's nice to have something there i do want to see what ps5 games they bring yeah uh you know they did have one day and date game announced on playstation now last month which was uh, what the hell is it called it was a throwaway oh, title wasn't Ultimate it warrior three or something yeah um but yeah so it was it was fun to see that they have one i feel like that was a third party one third party game uh coming day and date 
But I think that's one of the biggest differences, you know, 100% day and date first party titles, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Well, and first party titles or PlayStation. Yeah, you it appears that you're still going to have to buy 100%. Yeah. Shell out, you know. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And the I, I, they, they made a statement and I, I didn't capture it in the notes, but it was basically uh, PlayStation saying that, like, if we gave our day and date first party titles away on the subscription service, then they wouldn't be able to make the same uh, quality of games or whatever. I can't remember exactly how they phrased it, but it was essentially to that point. Uh, and so they, they decision. well, and that's the thing is I, for me, what that sounds like, and I think Kyle and I were talking about this a little bit on stream the other day, to me, that screams that you are going to do exactly what you did with PlayStation now, where you're not confident in your subscription service. You're not, you're not gung ho about your own service. And so you don't think it's going to be that successful. So you're not going to make the money you need from it. Because Xbox is over here with like, what, 20, 30 million subscribers? You're telling me that they're making bank on these games and you're not going to get the subscription service money that you need to make the game? I don't believe it, but. I mean, PlayStation has always done things a little bit more. Traditionally, Xbox sure. has been more uh, pushing the envelope and what what things. And, and, and touche, you know, fine. Maybe Sony did come up with subscription services and 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 free games a month and and uh and all this other stuff but xbox has taken into it to such a great level that playstation yeah. like i said earlier is just kind of sat on yeah it's you know, really they didn't really expand it do anything evolve it you know so yeah. it's just stayed stagnant there and and honestly i was ready to give playstation my money but here i don't think i'll be doing you know all this other stuff well, unless they give me date and date yeah and and for me this service feels much more akin to like EA Play or Ubisoft's one where you you pick it up, you play the thing that you want to play, and then you drop it. And I I feel what? like I'm going if I if I pick up the service, it's going to be to pick it up, play the title that I'm interested in playing, and then probably put it back away. Because like there are some PS3 and PS4 games that I would be interested in playing, like the Sly Cooper collection. Like I I was a huge Sly Cooper fan when I was a kid, and it'd be a lot of fun to go back and re-experience those games. But I don't know if there's an easy way for me to do that on my PS5, except for through PlayStation now. Uh, so I'll probably pick it up and play like that title at some point and then drop it a month after I beat it. So, yeah, I think I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. And I, I agree with the EA access or EA play, whatever it's called, uh, a statement, because that doesn't have day and date games. Yeah, uh, it does have just the their EA catalog of recent ish games, yeah. you know. But Ubisoft Plus, though, does have day and date games and oh. it has it at their ultimate edition. So you get all the DLC, all that special good stuff. That's actually I will really say nice. that I have been eyeing Ubisoft Plus because it does have all that. And I do eventually want uh, to play the Ubisoft games. Um, and to get the ultimate the version of it. That's really good. Exactly. That's really exactly. good. It is like I think I think it's it's not 15 or I think it might be it's either 15 or 18. I know it is a little okay. bit more pricier than, than the 10. I think it's at 15, 1499. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't have enough time to to to, to play all this Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. Way too open a world for me. Yeah, no, it's I I mean, I, I think I made a note here of uh com combining PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus is a smart move, but definitely something that should have been done a while ago now, uh, and that it's not really a Game Pass competitor. And I I stick by that. I, I made those notes on the day that it got announced, but I very much feel that this is not it's not meant to be a Game Pass competitor, I don't think so, but it's also 
I think it's Sony realizing they needed to do a subscription service of some sort. They need to do something. Yeah. And they need to update their, they need to modernize yeah. their, their subscription service. And that, that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. A hundred percent. They slapped a new coat of paint on it and they're like, yeah, fucking get this bad boy. And, uh, the, the funny thing was going through Twitter and seeing a lot of people, a lot of PlayStation fans that are like, ah, get shit on game pass. Like what happens now? And it's like, yeah, but they're, they're such drastically different services. Like, Game Pass is is like I don't want to say modern games, but it is like games that are happening now and new games, and they're across title, and I can they're play anywhere on, on top of it, and like I mean that that's that that's huge. So much and Microsoft more. has that capability because they have PC and stuff like right. that. So it, it is really amazing to see what Microsoft has done and really modernize their their service for. Yeah. for basically everyone everywhere you know no matter what you play on and this big uh phil <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i was gonna say like phil spencer philosophy but as the philosophy but that's just philosophy i like the philosophy that's really good philosophy. the spencer no philosophy the 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 phil philosophy you know um, yeah no but it, yeah you know so i i don't know i i it feels it feels it, it, it's kind of like with their cloud gaming stuff or the cloud save stuff like the fact that it's not just integrated in every title and like I know on I don't remember exactly but I know on the four I had to select save files and upload them to the cloud on the PlayStation but on the Xbox I never have to do that like I just I quit the game I pick I, it up on my other console or my other platform and then I go. Uh, on the 360, they had recently at the end of the life cycle of the 360, they introduced that, and okay. you did have to manually do that. Okay. But then once you got to the one, it was just uh, happened in the background. Which, and then I yeah. believe still on the PlayStation 4, you had to go back and do that, but I'm not 100% sure on that because I only ever played on that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I, but, do you uh, know the five? Does it auto upload to the cloud? Five auto auto up does uh, auto updates it does? every time okay. I start every time I start Horizon, um, it, it'll be looking for that cloud save. Beautiful. To make sure you have the up to date version. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. It just it I don't know. It just feels very. It feels like an archaic uh, service. So I don't know. And then it, it feels like it, it could have had more. And again, we're comparing it to Game Pass sure, because. Yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of similar to Game Pass where this is basically their uh, competitor, even though it just feels like they just modernized their service. Yeah. You know, because they took a look at Game Pass and they're like, huh, yeah, we can do something like that. You know, <laughs> take a look, copy, paste, you know, delete some things, make sure, you know, you make it your own. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't really copy it all 100%. And yeah. they took that for heart. And it, you know, you're supposed to copy everything 100%. <laughs> it feels, it, it, it too, on like the, the PlayStation 3 games being only streamable. I totally get it. The architecture of the whatever chip on the PS3, absolutely understand. But it's also your architecture, so figure it the fuck out. I think that's kind of my my uh, feelings on the matter. Like, I totally understand the reasoning, but you did it, and I don't want to stream these games, so just do it. Do you think that they just don't want to put the money into it? 100%, yeah, 100%. And I, I the think, Xbox did it. They they figured it out for old Xbox games, and I'm yeah. still waiting for brute force. But yeah. you know, here we are. <laughs> I think I think it's 100. percent They just don't invest the money because they don't see the return on that. Uh, and again, totally get it. Absolutely understand. But at the same time, it would just be it would just be nice to know that that's there. Because I feel like when I when I think of my PlayStation or my Xbox, I think I feel like I am. Uh, 
much more confident in things working easily on my Xbox than I am on my PlayStation. Like on the PlayStation, I have to spend a little more time researching, figuring out if, if is this going to work the way I want it? Is this the right version of the game that I need to get to get the thing? Uh, like, for example, like Ghost of Tsushima, I bought the Ultimate Edition or whatever to get the Iki Isles DLC on the PS4, and I thought that gave me the PS5 upgrade version as well, but it does not. So now I need to spend another $10 to get the PS5 version of the Iki Isles, and it's oh, those little yeah, annoyances right. that you're like, why, why do I got to spend another $10? Like, it'll, I'll spend it, no big right. deal. But yeah. like, it'd just be nice. Oh, okay, sorry, big baller over there. <laughs> it would just be nice to know that like, I bought the version that I needed to buy or like, yeah, to, and to not have 50 different versions to select between, or am I launching the right version of the game? Like I know I haven't run into it personally, but I know a couple people that have run into it where they're like, they launch a game and then they're like, Oh, I've been playing the PS4 version of miles Morales or whatever. And then they launch the PS5 version. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. So I, I got sidetracked because I was like, I wonder how much brute force is worth. And then I was like, Oh shit. Brute force has like its own like wiki. Oh. And I was reading the wiki. Holy shit. So <laughs> I had no idea it was that big. So brute force has the distinction of being the last game developed by digital anvil as the studio was closed down officially in January, 2006. Oh, wow. Um, and I think it was released in 2003. And then uh, there's a great amount of hype for Brute Force leading up to its release. The game broke Xbox sale records for both first day and first week sales, beating out even Halo. Holy shit. Halo? Yeah. Wow. Well done. But yeah, uh, I can't. I think it got mixed reviews in total. But I would, I would love for that to come. I'm trying to see like who owns it, but I guess you know, my, I think Microsoft still owns it since the staff was integrated into Microsoft Game Studios. So I'm like, Phil Spencer, where is my brute force remake? You know? <laughs> Gotta get it, dude. But anyway, yeah, I got distracted. I'm sorry. I never played. I think, and I think honestly, I think I'm just rose tinted glasses looking at brute force. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like a fucking smucker right there, just like playing it. That was the you good know? shit. So uh, yeah, but uh, rose tinted glass definitely. Oh, um, but I mean, okay, so you now own a PS5? Yeah, yeah. nay on this subscription service? Probably nay until I have a need for it. So do you pay the ten dollars a month for the PlayStation, whatever it is? I do not. No online play. No, no. Oh, so you just just stock? Yeah. It is single player only. It is pure thing. exclusive machine at this point. Uh, so the only the only reason that I would see myself getting it is if there is a PS4 title that I or or a PS5 title that I wanted to play that I don't care to purchase. Uh, like so for uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, I picked up EA Origins thing, EA Play. So I I paid for EA Play because it came out day and date with it. And so I paid for one month of EA Play, beat Fallen Order, and then dropped EA Play. So I paid $15 to play the game. And uh, I now own it, but I bought it on sale. And uh, I think I would probably do the same thing with this, where I'd be like, oh, I want to play this. Let's pay $15 and then play that PS4 title and then drop it. <laughs> Is EA Play day and date with its... Uh... I don't think with all of them, it was just Fallen Order. It was, I think it was a big deal. 
because it was. I think they have like EA Play and the EA Play Plus or something yes, like that. It was it was the plus one that it was day and date. Uh, not for all the titles. It was just the Fallen Order, I believe. But yeah, it was it was one of the reasons I swapped to PC gaming. Actually, is uh, I played Fallen Order on my PC and it was like sixty frames a second. And then I played on my Xbox and it was thirty. And I was like, oh my god, I've seen the light. I can't go back. And then yeah, that was why I swapped over to PC. Actually. Well, there you go. But yeah, so this subscription <laughs> service, I think that's how I use it. The cookie. Yeah, yeah, no, again, I think I'm right there with you. I think I, I, I might continue paying the 10 a month just because it gives me like, it builds my PlayStation library, yeah. you know, those free games. 100%. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens to this. So I, I'm, 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 I'm curious to see where it ends up a year, two years down the line. Same. I would like it. I would like to see them double down and believe in their own service i think it would be it, it could be really good but i don't think playstation sees the value in it yet and uh i think I, it, it, playstation is a weird thing i mean i guess every tank company kind of technically has <laughs> like you know their products that they're like eh, about but yeah. like they could have really pushed the vita more and done more with it but yeah here we are you know vita less 100 percent. all righty brandon what what uh what else uh what else do you have us here? Oh, I'm just, I just really need to type this up and just stop. Keep your shit, Brandon. I'm just going to read it up. Keep your shit. Uh, Where can we find you? Uh, You can find me a couple of nerds all over the place. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Twitch, all over the place. Uh, Yeah, I don't really have anything to pimp. We had a very, very successful March fundraiser. We raised over $4,600 for the MS Society as a team, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, we technically you, raised more than last year as a team, so that's really fucking cool. And even more so, one of the coolest parts was last year I had a ton of support from like friends and family that I know personally. Uh, and this year it was much more of the community. So I didn't have that many family or friends that wanted to support or anything, which no big deal, not a, not a not a whatever at all. But it was so cool to see the online community come together the nerds come together and and get behind in such a powerful way so yeah that was really really fucking cool so very heartwarming very pleased very happy very uh humbled very everything so just never in a million years you know so yeah that's all i got (laughs) you've done some amazing work over there at twitch.tv forward slash couple of nerds uh congratulations again i say this i think i'll end of almost every episode did you end up uh first place for for money uh raised in, in yeah. march so not me personally but as a team we are the top fundraiser uh actually right now we're the top fundraiser across the board for steam to in, uh, streamed into mess as a program so uh not just their march thing so yeah we are we're kicking ass it's pretty incredible hey I, <laughs> congratulations i know yeah. last year it was yeah you did like fourth fifth yeah yeah i think Per, like not that it's a, competition, but you know. Not, but you know. <laughs> Personally, I think I landed in third place. Uh, a celebrity chef kicked me off, and then uh, someone—I forget who else—won beat me out. But yeah, we. So personally, I'm in third place, but as a team, we're in first place. So I will take the we'll take the win as a team because it is a team effort. So yeah, it was it was really fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, congratulations uh, on that as well. Oh yeah. Uh, hopefully everybody goes over and uh, likes, subscribes, all the co- <laughs> all the couple of nerds stuff everywhere. <laughs> I am st underscore rockstar on Twitch. I am Scott underscore knows 
on Twitter. And that's where I'm at. Hell yeah, baby. There you go. Anything else to add before we close up this episode? Uh, no, I think that's it for me. All right. This is thank lovely, you. by the way. This, oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's always a fun time. Hell you yeah. know, always a fun time. Uh, <laughs> thank you again to everybody listening, everybody watching. Uh, subscribe and all that other stuff. Uh, like, subscribe, alerts. Uh, we're all on your podcast uh, favorite places. Have fun, play some games. Hell yeah. We'll see y'all in two weeks. <laughs> Let's go.